Microphone check. Welcome to the One Life One Chance podcast. I'm your host Toby Morse. To the righty, make up my brother from another mother, Mr. Derek Green. Thank you for being here, Derek, once again. Hello. How are you? And then our special <laughs> guest. I'm going to say her name correctly right off the jump. Lena Cataraga. Very close. <laughs> Lena Cataraga. Try one, one more time. Lena Cataraga. Perfect. You say that. Yeah. You say that. Cataraga. 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 Cataraga or scissor hands. Exactly. What does that name come from? Which one? <laughs> scissor hands. It's uh, a long story. To make it super short, um, do I, you love that movie? We got time. I, I we do. Got time. However, yeah. However, <laughs> it was more like a joke from my friends because I, um, I was a hairdresser. That's right. I see. I have it written and down. And yeah, so this is how I started. Like when when I uh, was 16, I believe I finished my school, my hairdresser school, and they gave me a shirt that said Lena Scissor Hands on it, and it stuck with me forever. And that's hey, that's way before I even had an email. So wow. <laughs> when Whoa. when Facebook was around and stuff, I was like, I'll use that. You know what I mean? That's perfect. Jeez. Yeah, that's way before the band. I was 16. That's like. Makeup artist too, right? years ago. Was that before yeah. MySpace or... It Friendster? Was, it, that was around MySpace, but I never had one because okay. I didn't need one. I wasn't in a band or anything. You All know, right. So. All wasn't right. there Friendster? That was the one too. Yeah, Friendsters was another one for old people. Old people? Older <laughs> people, sorry. Um, <laughs> so were you doing makeup as well back then too? Yeah, so too? I started only by doing makeup and then I really loved this industry and I became a hair and makeup artist actually working with uh, at TV shows and with like um, photographers. It was something I really saw myself grow into yeah. and I've done it for 12, y- 12 years uh, together with university and high school um, and uh, for the first years of uh, Infected Rain as well. Uh, when you know touring got more intense I had to kind of drop it in a way although I gotta say the place I was working at they were always uh, you know there for me and they were leaving the door open for me when I came back from tour that's awesome but it's just difficult you know everybody knows that uh, their hairdressers have to be there for them whenever they need them so for all the like customers that are regulars it wasn't ideal so sooner or later i had to drop that and choose between it but it was definitely something i was planning to do you know all my life before i uh got into um you know this drug addiction (laughs) (laughs) yeah because you start like i count on my barber all the time right you have a barber that you trust you go to absolutely like before you go on tour you come home i want to see my barber Mm -hmm. yeah no that makes sense so people count on you for like Mm -hmm. getting the hair right absolutely you're not gonna go to some random stranger i mean like Super cuts. You so know. you're my first no, guest no doubting it. ever cuts. from Moldova. I said that right, Moldova? You did, yeah. So for people listening who never heard of that, like me and other people, <laughs> I heard of it through Derek and obviously you, but where is that? Where is that located in the world? So Moldova is a very small country. I, it doesn't hurt my feelings when I find out that people don't know about it. It's fine. Um, it's uh, actually located between Romania and Ukraine. Uh, it used to be part of Romania back in long, long ago. That's the reason why our language, our like legally constitution language is Romanian. Um, but throughout years, we became independent. And then we became also part of USSR. So that's why the majority of people in Moldova also speak a completely different language um, because of that, which is Russian. Um, Yeah, it's a super small country. 
Zero possibilities. <laughs> I know it is. So, Unfortunately, oh, it's a beautiful, snap. it's a beautiful country. I yeah. love going back there, but it's very difficult to grow in that country. Unfortunately, yeah, especially for people of art, especially. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so, what was it like growing up this? So you have a sister, correct? I you have, have two, um, sisters, two sisters. I have multiple actually uh, siblings. I'm the oldest of four. Wow. Um, yeah, we are all. It's all girls and. Um, Growing up there was interesting. I also lived in Armenia because my father is from Armenia. And I so I kind of, I grew up in both countries, a couple of years here, a couple of years there, um, because my family split up. And growing up in small post-Sovietic countries, because Armenia also used to be uh, part of USSR, is very um, tricky in yeah. a way, especially if you stand out as a, e- even as a kid, you know? Yeah. Um, it's not ideal for the society. It's not ideal for your families because they're they, your family, you know, is sad about it. It's like, oh, everybody's looking. What are they going to mm-hmm. think? There's still that m- mentality, not as much nowadays, but yeah. when I grew up, it was still there, you yeah. know, because I grew up like I was born in the 80s. So throughout you know, the end of the 80s and then throughout 90s, it was the biggest thing. It was, yeah, when when I started dressing out a little bit different and listening to alternative music, uh, even though I was the best in school and, like, very good at home, not a troublemaker at all, never did drugs or anything, (laughs) I was always the, you know... Um, Black I don't know. sheep. Oh yeah, the, mm. the outcast and the, Just the, the bad music girl and how you dressed. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but I embraced it sooner or later, so it it wasn't bothering me or anything. Yeah. What? What? what uh, how'd you get into that? Like, how'd you get into that type of music? Uh, it was accidentally, to be honest. Uh, what happened is we had, um, you know some extra channels uh, when we could afford <laughs> it growing up. <laughs> we all be- remember that time, yes. remember? extra channels. Uh, the extra channels, and there was MTV. Nice. So MTV used to be cool, man. Yes. It used to be <laughs> so cool back in the day. Music videos, yeah. Exactly, and some you know, alternative music was there, and I just understood that certain music just touches me differently yeah and speaks to me more even though i didn't even understand the language at the time like english yes i studied it in school but it was super basic mm-hmm. you know so it just the music itself it, it spoke to me a lot and not necessarily metal right away but just alternative music or very good pop music i remember being crazy in love with michael jackson yeah. and you know stuff like that but yeah bands like uh you know no doubt were around garbage and i was like <laughs> like that you know like my garbage is great sh- too. yeah garbage seeing garbage all the time i was like oh, this girl <laughs> she's got it you know and um and so heavier and heavier uh with whatever was available on mtv right yeah and then you know growing up i was like okay there are radio stations that i could choose now from you know what mm, i mean yeah. so i i like i would tune into like some alternative sounding radio stations and uh there was this specific one actually growing up which was super funny it was a russian radio station that we had uh for a couple of hours in moldova uh it was sw- it would switch 
to Moldova. It was the same wow. radio station, but they would only play Russian uh, alternative and rock music, right? Mm -hmm. And it was called Nasha Radio, which means our radio. And they had this one thing during, uh, I believe, one time a week where you could call and sing a piece of song that you want them to play. And then wow. they would choose winners. That's and, cool. That's cool. And I won three times. What? <laughs> Are you serious? What songs uh, did you sing? Do you uh, remember? It was it was Russian. Russian okay, okay. songs, yeah, because Russian bands. So I would just sing a part or, or something. And I think I, I called a total of also three or four times. <laughs> so it wasn't that easy to actually go through because yeah. everybody would call. Right. And you had to call from like the home number. Nobody had like <laughs> cell phones at the yeah. time. At least I didn't. How old were you? Like 15. Wow. Yeah. So um, that was very curious. That was probably the first time I was like uh, in a way shown that like the way I sing like yeah. was standing out. I, I probably was really shitty, but it stood up for them. Whatever, whoever mm -hmm. the host was at the yeah. time, they thought I deserve the price or whatever. And the prices were really cool because they were like tickets to local shows or albums of certain bands and stuff like that. It was pretty cool. So were you singing a lot at home? Well, now, yes, of course. But like growing up, I was very much into music, but more into dancing because okay. my both parents are dancers. Okay. Used to be. What kind uh, of dancing? Th that's how they met. Um, just, uh, um, I guess, they, they dance in this um, dancing band that would go on tour with musicians. Okay. Uh, like, so they would dance different stuff. In fact, I did my first steps on the rehearsal stage. Oh. Your first steps walking, you mean? Yeah. Wow. That's and you know cool. what? You know what's the 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 best part about it? So when we had a first uh, our first show uh, with Infected Rain in 2008, obviously I told my mom all about it. I was like, hey, and you know what? I think this is the place where you guys rehearsed. She's like, wait, what <laughs> stage was it? And I, because it it was like a theater or whatever with yeah. different stages, and I showed her pictures, and she's like you walked your first steps on that stage. Whoa. That's amazing, man. That's I know, incredible. I have, I have goosebumps. goosebumps. Yeah. <laughs> and that was I the first show, Infected Rain, but wow. That's yes. incredible. How many years later was that from when you, that's for a long time. I don't even know the time <laughs> of that. Um, all right, so you're in school and you have good grades and you love alternative yes. music and you're standing out like the freak. Um, <laughs> getting good grades, not partying. Um, and then what were your goals when you get out of high school? Well, um, yeah, I had to be um a very very much an adult because i'm the oldest mm -hmm. um out of all the daughters the big and sister the big yeah. sister and it wasn't really all that easy i come from a pretty poor family so i learned very early that you have to roll your sleeves and work and you I know earn your income by yourself obviously i took other uh little you know jobs uh, you know under the table stuff like i shouldn't even do because i i was too young like yeah. for example um i remember i was cleaning uh classes in school like the the after everybody would leave for to have a little bit of an income or yeah. i would help people in their garden like with i don't know they had to pick all their fruit from their trees for example and somebody from the school would be like hey who from the kids who mm. wants to do that yeah so i would pick everything possible just to have something did and the kids ever like get down on you for 
being like, let's say you're cleaning the school. A little after. bit, but they were a little bit afraid of me because I was this like <laughs> dark looking, you know, like. Did you wear all black? Uh, I had short hair. Actually, I was very boyish before okay. before becoming a hair and makeup artist. I was very boyish. Wow. Like a tomboy. I, uh, Yes, I was actually. Uh, although I come from a family with all girls, I preferred playing outside in the neighborhood with boys. I was super boyish. Wow. I had to, yeah, I had to uh, keep up with them with whatever they were playing. So I did. You play sports? Yeah, I did. Uh, and lots of them, actually. Um, I was pretty athletic lo- growing up. Nothing uh, professional, but I did always want to do that with them. So I was super boyish. And pe- yeah, kids in school, they were like, skeptical about me mm-hmm. very because n- nobody knew that i was like doing super good like i was very good in school um but they saw this like weird looking they tried to like bully me a couple of times but i was doing taekwondo at the time so oh. nobody <laughs> <laughs> you doing taekwondo wow yeah but that was long ago life tell me <laughs> yeah <laughs> so god that must have been really intense considering that you grew up let's say in 86 you're born some mid 80s yeah. the wall hadn't come That's down crazy. so it's still yeah communism still when you were born it wasn't there but it, it, was, it was right after right at, yeah, so yeah it was still hardcore so, right so people mm-hmm. were very conservative yeah. in their views and so oh, just, yeah. i i definitely know from the whole school aspect of like working in the school because i worked like in the cafeteria of my mm-hmm. school to make money and you did i did that's, that's cool awesome. it was it was like horrendous yeah. you know like it was yeah. like a nightmare just yeah. like and especially, you know, kids, the kids are like, yo, you picking up my tray? Like, yeah. yo, son. Uh, yeah. It's just like a lot of mm-hmm. just like jokes or whatever. Yeah, a lot of jokes. A lot of pe- kids wow. can be cruel when it comes yeah. to that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I was like, yeah. all right. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. me. I, I just wanted to make some extra money. Yeah. You were, know? You, were, you, were you as big as you are now, like that tall and stuff? Yeah, I mean, I was doing sports, too. Yeah. I was. Well, like, people still fuck with you? Yeah, I mean, I got a little bit bigger. I started doing <laughs> wrestling, and so okay. there was a little less, but like yeah. I was still like a junior or freshman. Yeah. So all the seniors yeah. were just like, oh, I can't believe it. Yeah, you yeah. know, this is crazy. That's, it's really interesting because I was super tiny always. Like, mm. I still am the smallest in my family. My, oh, wow. my younger sisters are way bigger than me, taller and bigger. In fact, if we are together, everybody thinks I'm the youngest. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, but intense. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I think it was really more of some sort of intimidation for people. That's why they didn't really mm-hmm. do too much. Yeah. Um, some tried, but yeah, I, they didn't really do. I can't say like that I was bullied too much. Yeah. Right, they, right. They, they, they knew I was too boyish. Like they knew they're gonna, you know. You're a badass. I mean, I don't know, but I'm going <laughs> to stand up for myself for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So were you interested in playing music when you were in school too? No, actually not. I mean, I was attracted to the idea, but in order to play an instrument or go a little bit more like specific, you had to pay for that type of schooling okay. and we couldn't afford that. Okay. Uh, in fact, the only uh, sister is my third sister, Anna. She actually did music and she, she can play piano and sing a little bit because she learned that in school. Uh, we were doing a little bit better, so my mom could invest in the third one. <laughs> your, your mom, okay, so your your dad's from Armenia yes. and your mom's from 
uh, my mom was born in Moldova, but her parents are not. So my mom, my mom's mom is Polish and her father is Greek. Wow, oh, that's man. a crazy mix. It mm-hmm. is. Yeah, it's a cocktail. Okay, I just wanted to get you know the background there. <laughs> yeah, when in it, my it, head. And were yeah. they together when you were growing up, or were they split up? Uh, my mom and dad. Yeah, were they together. Uh, so I'm the one that remembers my dad the most. Uh, they've been, uh, yeah, they never been married, but okay. they've been um, living together until I was seven. Okay. So my younger sisters were too young when he left, and then he. Was was coming and going for a while and then i lived with him in armenia uh until i was 13 okay. so um after that is uh i didn't see him for the longest time and then i met him um in 2014 for a small little catch-up Interesting. We wow. were so you're probably speaking about four languages i so yeah. i i uh, i speak right now i speak um english italian uh russian and romanian wow. but i used to speak armenian perfectly i i just it's been it's your been English is amazing too. Thank you. <laughs> it's impeccable. It's, Thank cra- you. it's better <laughs> no. than I, I mean I know, truly it's, crazy. it's better than most Thank Americans. And, I, and I'm sorry Americans, but it's true. <laughs> and you know it's true. And you know it. <laughs> so you were kinda like running the house as if your dad was there, it was just you and your mom, you the older yeah. sister, you were taking care of all the stuff. Like Yeah, it, it's a little bit more than that actually. Um coming from such a poor family. My mom, um, she is a nurse. She still is okay. a nurse and she's been doing that forever. And she's been picking up a lot of um, shifts night and day and she would always need me to help her because she was always working. But eventually uh, she got a job offer in a different country in Italy and it was a very good opportunity for her to uh, earn a different amount of money in shorter time and especially because I was already in high school at the time, she chose to go for it. Now, wow. I can talk about it now, but I couldn't at, th- at the time, but we had to s- just wait for her. So I was 14 when she left, oh, and I became wow. my sister's parents for four years almost. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's, That's a intense. lot of responsibility. That, it is. Wow. I was only 14. Oh, and wow. it was, you grew up fast. It grew up fast. <laughs> yeah. I had to even before because of some family issues and, you know, like my family splitting up and me being taken away from my mom and my sisters to a different country wasn't really something I chose to do. Um, So it was it was an interesting upbringing. Uh, But yeah, as soon as I came back when I was 13, one year after right away, my mom had to leave and we didn't know it was going to take that long. You know, it was supposed to be more like maximum a year. But then things just were going better and she was like, I I need to bring my family here. There's so many more opportunities. So it took her longer. And actually, yeah, it was actually exactly three years and a half she was gone. Yeah. And then she brought you guys there? Yes. And we moved uh, when I was 17. We moved um, to 17 and a half. We moved to Italy. Um, the reason being she had to move us before I was 18. Yeah. Mm. Um, so that's why I remember how old I was exactly. Because <laughs> um, I was like, no, I was in the last year of yeah. school. I was yes. like, no, I was already a hairdresser at the time. Right. Wow. For, uh, for working in a very great place already for an entire year. I was in my last year of high school. I was with my first boyfriend. Yeah, right. I had my life together. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. It was hard for me to like that is drop hard. everything mm-hmm. and go again to a new country with a new culture, new language, everything starting from scratch. But my mom, you know, she she was like, look, if you're not going to like it, you can always come back. But if I'm not taking you guys now, your sisters won't have problems, but you become a an, an adult and at 18 in Europe, right? And it's, you're going to be on your own. I won't be able to 
give you the opportunity of the paperwork and the green card or whatever yeah. you want to call it, but in Italy. So I did. So I had to go and it I went to school so right away. It was <laughs> so hard. Last year of high school Jeez. with a new language. I had to graduate. Oh, Crazy. Man. Did you think for a second maybe you would try to stay to turn 18? Uh, so and not leave? Yes. Okay. Yes, of course. Sure yeah. Of that. course, of yeah. course. But um but I chose, you know, I missed my mom and I missed being together with the family and I chose to give it a try. And you know, worst case scenario I could always come come back and yeah. uh, but I stayed. I stayed for 5 years. I did university there. I found a job as a hair and makeup artist. I lo- worked for L'Oreal and nice. it was a very good place actually and they I worked part-time cuz I also chose to go to the university. Yeah. And what do you study in university? Languages. Of course, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you definitely paid attention. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Thank you. Wow. Wow. You really you really focus for sure. That's I had to. I had to. You must have like an incredible bond with your sisters. I do. Um growing up when we were super little, it wasn't as strong because right. we were, you know, fighting a lot. You yeah, do this, no, you do kid. that. You know what I mean? Two, but I then mean, oh yeah. Wow. Uh we started being c- super close when, you know, my my dad was taking me to a different country a lot and I missed them and then that just created such a bond. And then yeah, when my mom left in the beginning the first couple of weeks were a little bit more difficult because they were like, we, we can party, you know, they are younger, <laughs> way younger. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. And, and respect you as like yeah. the leader yeah. of the house. And, yeah. and I, I was like, okay, so what's the tactics I have to apply here for them to actually help me and listen to me? So I was like, I set them down and I was like, look, I know I'm not mom and I'm not dad as well. I'm your older sister and I am your friend. So I just want this. That's it. So let's do things together. And everything is going to be amazing. And it worked. Wow. It really worked. And is that legal? No. <laughs> I was no, just thinking that. Not. That's, why, not. that's why I'm saying I couldn't. We, we had to also keep it a secret. Nobody had to know that, that we don't even have relatives checking on us. Because we had nobody. Oh, is yeah. it like parent teacher stuff? Yeah, like no. So, wow. so I, I had to go to their yeah, parent uh, thing in school and stuff. Oh everything. So how many years did this go on again? In the house? Three years. Three, years. Three years. Yeah. Yeah. Just kids in the house. Yeah. Correct. That's fucking crazy, yeah, man. And, and we and did you, good. And yeah. you pulled it off. Everybody turned out good. Yeah. yeah we, didn't, we didn't turn out drug addicts or anything yeah. like that, actually, at all. They so you never partied and stuff growing up? Um, I mean. You didn't have time. I didn't y- see. Yeah, you don't. She exactly. might want to drink at the end of the day, though. Right. <laughs> No, no, I got my first, first drink with all adults at the table. They made me, they're like, so in a way they're like, we don't believe you. You never tried, you know, I was like, cause I was this boyish girl, you know, and they thought I, I, that's what I do with boys outside. And I was like, no, I never even tried, you know, and I believe it was uh, somebody's birthday. And I think I was, um, I think I was turned. Turning 16. I don't think it even matters oh at this point because she was like yeah. a mom at 14 right. <laughs> yeah. taking care of her sister. Yeah. She, can, I was she like deserves six, a drink. Six, <laughs> so 16. So, yeah, I got my first drink at 16 and I hated it. Wow. Yeah, I hated what it. What was the drink? It was remember? actually vodka. I was like, oh, there's nothing vodka, worse than that. Oh, of course. <laughs> of, of course. course. Vodka. Uh, it was somebody's birthday and we were all, all adults were there, you right. know, and they were like, Nobody believed. Everybody thought, especially, you know, considering that people that knew that we were alone, they're like, you totally party every day and come late home and bring boys home. I was like, nope. (laughs) 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 Not really. Don't have time for that shit. Right. Yeah. (laughs) 
Mm -hmm. Wow. Uh, Just a question off the top of my head. So when you're, since it was kind of pretty much forced to speak Russian with communism and everything coming Mm -hmm. in the USSR, what language were you speaking with your friends, Romanian? So, uh, no, not really. So my father, he only knew Armenian Armenian. and Russian. Russian. So my mom only knew Romanian and Russian. So one language they had in common was Russian. Ah, So we grew up in a family speaking Russian, but we went to school speaking all Romanian, right? Okay, So everything in school was Romanian. Now my friends from school, we could use both, but my best friend, uh, she had Russian parents, so Mm. me and her, we were speaking Russian. I see. So I had... uh, this one super close friend growing up she actually helped me a lot when i was alone at that time Mm -hmm. with my sisters and you know stuff at home cleaning and cooking and stuff like that um we still are very close friends uh till these days so uh yeah but then um yeah the majority of friends i guess outside school and the metal community when i started like Mm -hmm. finding friends that listen to this type of music and going to local shows majority were russian speaking You know, it's interesting because Moldova, um, the reason why we have so many nationalities in that small country is because after the Second World War, it was a pretty safe place to be. And that's what my mom's uh, parents did. They migrated there. A lot of people migrated there. So we have... Uh, till till these days, we have a lot of people from Ukraine, from you know like mm-hmm. um, I don't know, Russia. Like even the boys in my band, the two brothers, they were actually kind of from Russia. They were, grew up in Russia and then they moved to Moldova. Although their mom is from Moldova, mm-hmm. their mm-hmm. father is Russian. So like the other guitar player, his mom is Ukrainian. So like there's a lot right. of mix in 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 Moldova. A lot of people are actually a lot from the Eastern European mainly, areas. Mainly, yeah, mainly, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. So w- w- when you moved to Rome, I mean, I'm sorry, Italy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I said Rome. You must have a weight lifted off your shoulders, like because yeah. you're with your mom now. You don't have to be responsible. Yes. You focus on yourself. Go to college. Yeah. And stuff in, in a See way. See shows. See shows. Exactly. In a way, yes. And I'll come back to okay. the show thing. <laughs> uh, but however, to to the family aspect, it wasn't very easy because. Mm. I had to be in charge for three years and a half. And now we are all together. And my mom still remembered us as kids that she has to take care of. Great point. And very often I had to stop her and be like, I got this. I know this. Mm-hmm. May, you know, sometimes I, w- I would even tell her how to talk with my sisters properly because they wouldn't listen to her. They would listen to wow. you. Right. They would just, they would listen to my mom. We always had beautiful relationships. Yeah. However, they would be like, ah. Mom said so, whatever. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> but if I would sit down and be like, hey, you know, mom's right. Like, here and this, you could do this and this and this differently and still get to your point, but just do it so my mom is not worried. Our yeah. mom or whatever, you awesome. know? So, like, I remember that time. It was it was interesting. And then my mom, after a little bit, she got pregnant with from our stepdad. And um, they got the fourth daughter, which wow. I think is... It was the best thing ever for her because she gets to finally be a mom. Mm, wow. My sister is 15 now. Uh, but at the time, yeah, when we were, you know, she got pregnant what, uh, when I was still in Italy living there. And I was, we were all very happy because she didn't cool. really get to enjoy motherhood with us because she had to work so much. And the relationship between her and my, my father wasn't beautiful at all. It was okay. very, very abusive, actually, mm. and um, brutal. That sucks. Yeah. Okay. 
So, it, wow. you know, so we were very happy about that. So then she switched to, you know, being a mom to the little one because we were already older. But when it comes to shows, coming <laughs> back to your, oh, my God, yeah. the first thing I did. Yeah, I'm that's sure. Because there are not many shows, I'm assuming, in yeah. uh, Tisnit? Uh, Kishnow, yeah. Kishnow, K- yeah, the yeah, capital not many at all. of Moldova. Um, I didn't even try to say that. I have written down. Kishnow, Kishnow. I, I couldn't. <laughs> Kishnow. Yeah. I was always bad so, at it. So your first shows were in Italy. No, I I went to local shows in Moldova, uh, but uh, the biggest show I attended was the first show. I was 17, and I was in the country for like three months. I was barely speaking the language, and I found out about this festival. So this (laughs) festival, so we were living uh, next to Rome, and this festival was in Bologna, which is northern Italy. Yeah, beautiful. It's more of a like student university type of city. Yeah, and (laughs) see, certo. And uh, oh my God, I found out about this festival. I remember it was called Flip Out Festival, and it doesn't exist anymore. They don't do it anymore. But it was something they were doing every year, apparently. And oh yeah, I was like, I need (laughs) to go. I took a train and everything without knowing the language really. Wow. And I had to figure it out, you know. And no, by yourself. I didn't know anybody. (laughs) That is fucking gangster, man. That's I didn't know anybody. You can't speak the language. Different country. Yeah. You were badass for sure. No (laughs) No doubt. So you're going by yourself to a festival. Yeah. So uh, (laughs) that festival was headlined by Corn actually, and that's exactly 18 years ago. If I think about it now, yeah. Corn, uh, Il Nino, Him. Shout out to El Nino. Shout them out. Yeah. Uh, Him and uh, Soulfly. They were the bigger act. At the time, 17, oh my God, that blew my mind. Wow. And yeah, I know. (laughs) In a way, I don't know how, but little by little, I managed to be front row. Like between bands, like because yeah. I was there in the morning, you know, like with all the bands, mm-hmm. it was a festival, right? So somehow I end up in first row, and I fucking hold so tight on that thing. So because I was alone, if I get That's lost, amazing, man. you know, I had to, and I was I'm so sure that the the barrier was like blocking my air, so I had to be on my tippy toes the whole time oh, to be like wow, further. Man. Oh my god, I didn't even realize until the festival was over that I was holding because of people. Mm. It was so tight, and I had a big ass bruise on my stomach wow. from the. Oh yeah, because I I was there till the end. I that is so amazing, That's man. That's insane. It's a very very good memory I have for sure. I was sunburned. My nose was like falling <laughs> apart. The skin oh on my, my nose. Was <laughs> That's so cool. By yourself up front the whole show. Yeah. That's that's insane. Did you I make any that. friends? You meet anybody there? I, I talk with some people there. Some people were English speaking, and okay. so I was like throwing some English words here and there. So where, where did, so wh- I'm sorry. Where did you learn English in this oh, whole time? Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> great great question i um in school a little but also oh, i university. had a, okay. a university was after actually this is before university this is my last year of school okay so uh, in school i learned english and also because of my love for music i started i started like watching movies with subtitles and like i really tried to translate certain lyrics that i liked so so cool i really really wanted to know the language and obviously i spoke it uh, poorly but still good to like ask my way around and say things you know and um yeah and <laughs> I, I i talked with a couple of people there yes i didn't really make friends friends but yeah. i talked with a couple of people it was really cool i remember one thought crossing my mind that day so i looked at all these bands and i was like 
holy shit, how does it feel to look at all these people from the stage? Yeah. I never knew that I'm going to do the same later. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah. Pretty cool. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I remember that thought. And who did you go to see? Did you love Corn? Like, was there a oh, certain? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I saw all every single band that day. I watched all of them. <laughs> That's incredible, man. Yeah. Now, 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 now I think about the people. And I took pictures. Oh my god, I took pictures oh. on the on the film. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <nice>. camera. <laughs> yeah, with film. Nice. Yes. Yes. No, just that's just one story of one girl going to this festival by herself. Can't really speak the language up front the whole day. Think about how many times I, I've seen people mm-hmm. in front of the whole festival all day. Yeah. People come early to the end. Like, yeah. Yeah. what is their story? Like, yeah. it's pretty amazing, man. It's amazing. And music is the, the universal language. It is. 100%. And yeah, no doubt. It's and incredible. Absolutely. And even then, you were like, you, you had no idea that you wanted to be in a band or anything. No, You're no, You're just not like at all. enjoying the music. Not at all. Yeah, I just, I was a big time music lover, okay. always. Like, especially when I found this is what I love. Mm-hmm. And. You know, in obviously when I was a teenager, I was like diehard only metal and yeah, <laughs> everything. Course, yeah. But but I knew deep inside, like I was like, okay, I play some Queen and <laughs> play some Michael Jackson. And right. Like I don't know. I, I love I, that. I, I always loved Pink growing up. Pink's the best. She's right. badass. Shout out to Pink. Yes, yes, absolutely. I love her. Even Super now, talented. She's I follow so talented. her. I listen to every single song she her does. Her documentary was great. Yeah, it was. I, I watched it. It cried. Yeah. Uh, I could relate heavy. to many things. I'm not mm. a mother, uh, mm. but I can relate to many things that she was bringing up in that documentary yeah she's badass yeah lady gaga as well like there are so many bands super, that are super talented yeah. yeah but being a teenager like what Pff, you traitor you only listen to metal you know what i mean yeah, like everybody yeah. did that we had the same we thing all, growing up in yeah. punk rock like yeah, yeah, yeah. you can only listen to punk rock only yeah, yeah. It existed everywhere mm-hmm. there's so much <laughs> other music out there absolutely but yeah little by little my you know my um mind was more open and yeah. i was listening to more stuff um, but yeah, I never even thought for a minute that I will be part of this show business at all. Okay. Yeah. So, so now, now you're in school and you're in Italy and you're learning languages, mm-hmm. different languages and you're working at a hair salon yes. for L'Oreal. Yep. And so that, that you're just living right then. Yes. <laughs> There's no thoughts about playing music. No, not at all. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I'm there with the family, you know, I'm planning the future and, uh, I already was planning, you know, the university and I was like, I'll, I'll decide what I want to do. And it's funny cause I didn't w- want to go to the university to change my career because right. I already w- knew that I loved being a hair makeup artist. So cool. It's so creative, especially when you have, uh, you know, you work with people that are also creative. Yeah. It's not just, you know, like a car wash where people go and wash their hair and cut their hair. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, so it was a very like high end, interesting projects here and there. And then I started doing photo shoots as well. And little by little. Some modeling. I believe my first photo shoot was when I was 19. Okay. Yeah. So some modeling and, you know, I already had a couple of tattoos here and there looking more interesting, more, <laughs> let's say more different than, th- yeah. you know, cause it was part of my industry. How yeah. did you get into <laughs> tattoos? Like what was, I always loved them. I got my first tattoo when I was 16, uh, with the permission of my mom, of course. Oh, wow. But of course, of course. Yeah. <laughs> no, I asked her, I always had beautiful wow. relationship with my mother. I love that. She um she's a nurse and obviously she only wanted to know everything right that everything was clean and i go to a actual shop and not <laughs> anywhere right. else yeah, of yeah. course so she she had to give me a written permission because she wasn't there <laughs> that's awesome yeah that's she wasn't amazing. there you know and i went to a shop i didn't go to somebody's house to do it good so yeah 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 <laughs> um but then i just always loved
loved it. And when I was more independent and making my own money, I was like, okay, I want to do this. You know, I did you know anything about the artist or were no, you? No, okay. I was just asking around because at okay. the time, again, uh, no social media yeah, was around no. yet to to know. So I w- I was asking around in Italy for a while. I got two tattoos in Italy while I was in Italy, and then the majority of my tattoos I got is when I decided to move back to Moldova after I finished the university. Wow, you must have stood out there when you came back. All oh, yeah. <laughs> I did even before the tattoos. Right. With sure. the tattoos, it was... Oh, yeah. But did you have colored hair and stuff like that when you went back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, not dreads yet, but I, I always experimented with colors, for yeah. sure. So then you come back to your town after that. Wow. Yes. So wh- why did you want to come back? Um, reason being, my family moved from where I was living. So we all lived next to Rome in the yes. small little city next to Rome. And then my stepdad got a better work uh, proposition in the northern yeah. Italy. Mm-hmm. So they all decided to move. However, I was already first year in a university. And for me to move meant that everything I d- I've done in, in that year w- would be lost. Because I, um, I had to complete the year, complete all the exams, mm-hmm. like the tests. And only then it will count like an entire year and I could transfer. I didn't feel like doing it, so I stayed in Rome. So right. they moved, I stayed, so here I am living alone again. Mm-hmm. Um, my family was far, but obviously in the same city, uh, same country, I'm sorry. Um, it was like an hour flight. Mm-hmm. It's like nine hour drive. Mm. Jeez. Which obviously I didn't have a car at the time, so the train or the flight. Yeah. Uh, so I would obviously see them, and my mom was already super mega pregnant at the time. <laughs> and obviously I would go and visit them, but uh, I was living alone for a couple of years. And I felt lonely. I felt very lonely. Mm-hmm. I felt like every single friend I'm making is just not part of my. Um, I don't know how to say it properly, not to sound too cocky, because I really don't want to sound cocky. What I mean is, it was very hard for me because I had to grow up so fast. Yeah, you did. And and the choices in life I was making, they were so mature that everybody my age or even older a little bit, they weren't with me on the same page. No no matter how much we loved each other as friends and wanted to hang out, it was to a certain point, to a certain extent. So. It was difficult for sure. me, you mm-hmm. know, because I was a student in a university and working and living alone. I got my shit. I was I had right. my shit together at 18 <laughs> already. Crazy, man. And they <laughs> they all were living with their parents yeah. at their time. And Probably some came from money. They might just be partying. Hanging yeah, out. Yeah, 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 for sure. So it, it wasn't easy. And it's not their fault. No, absolutely. Yeah, Nothing not. against them. You know, actually, that's the way, you know, you got to grow up slow. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, it's good to have certain things in life that make you grow up, make you wake up and, and be more mature. But yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't want anyone to go through what I went. Right. Yeah. You know? Although I wouldn't want that to be gone either because that's what made me who I am. Of course. So, right. so it was, it, it kind of got into, I don't know if it was the, the I don't know if, if it was a, some sort of like crisis I was having around my 20s or what, but I was invited to this best friend that I grew up with that I just mentioned yeah. prior to her wedding. I was invited okay. one summer and I went and I felt so good yeah. back there with, her and other friends yeah. uh, in, you know, and just being in my own country, speaking my own language in the way. Although, as I said, I never felt like I belonged there. Right. Although I, I absolutely love that country and the people and the nature. Oh, my God, is one of the best. I'm sure. However, 
because of the culture, I never felt like home there. I really never did, mm-hmm. even when I was a kid. Uh, but it felt good. It felt so different. So I went back and then in in like in a matter of a couple of months, I was like, I only have a little bit of tests, like exams to do to finish my three year of university. I should just move back because I'm not happy. And yeah. it's not OK not to be happy at 20. Yeah, like, what course. the hell? You know yeah. what I mean? So I did. Wow. So that's and all shortly after we created Infected Rain. Wow. I was just like around friends, musicians, and I was, it was just for fun in the beginning. It was with no intention of creating yeah. a band at all. Did you notice that the country had changed? I was going to say that. When you yeah. move back, there are more people. Yes, a little bit, especially especially some people that I knew already from like metal community, mm-hmm. some friends, like with some of them, I r- started talking again. And, um, you know, the guitar player for my band, Vidic. He's the person I know since I was 16. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we just like, it changed, but not much. Okay. You know, not much. Yeah, and you were doing no music still, and all of a sudden, <laughs> no. Infected Rain. Yeah. yeah. Not, again, it wasn't planned. It was just, he was hanging out with this DJ best friend of his that was a very alternative DJ. He, he was actually playing live, uh, you know, turntable, uh, and a bunch, he was like doing a bunch of, uh, remix for very heavy songs. Okay. He was very interesting, innovative for our country at least. Um, so they were good friends and they were just hanging out, rehearsing, you know, just fucking around really yeah. <laughs> and for fun. Yeah. So, um, and I was there and very often with other friends and for fun, he, the DJ, he invited me to like, Hey, you should totally sing this song. It was like covers, you know, like okay. other bands. You remember what covers? Uh, um, yeah, American bands or just yeah, yeah, American bands, just some covers here and there. Yeah. And I was like, okay, yeah. Uh, I mean, what do I do here? You know, <laughs> how do you turn this on? I don't know. And I it was that. totally for fun. <laughs> and uh, by the way, no alcohol re- involved or anything, any drugs. It was just total fun for music. Straight edge, fun. Straight edge. We weren't straight edge, you know. He's we just weren't. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I li- say no. straight edge again. Straight edge. I love it. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Um, you were just hanging out, making music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, and then after like two rehearsals or something, he told me, "Hey, you know you should you should go see a teacher because somebody has to teach you how to use that voice of yours because you have potential." And oh my god, he said that one time, one time only, and that was enough to plant that seed in my head. I was mm. like, really? <laughs> what? <laughs> no way! <laughs> you know. <laughs> couldn't sleep about it no no don't tell anybody <laughs> you weren't singing in the house growing up around your sisters and stuff like sing? just a little for fun okay, but okay. it was never like well i'll be a singer look yeah. like what i can do no and ever you know but yeah we were singing dancing and singing a lot music was always in my veins i loved dancing like i even uh went to some some uh lessons for dancing and i always i i, I felt like it's in my veins. I could, I feel the rhythm. I feel yeah. it. I love it. Music gives me goosebumps since I was a child. It's awesome. And if music made me make my first step, steps, it's I'm true. sorry, yeah. you know, like I, I probably is connected in a way. For sure. So when he said that, they weren't doing a band or anything, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, I'll totally try to find a teacher, you know? <laughs> and I did. I, I did. I found a teacher in a mus- uh, university of music in, in Moldova. And I did lessons with her for three years. Three years. Three wow. years. 
two or three times a week every single week i wow. never i loved it so much oh my god she taught me how to breathe uh in the beginning she was skeptical because i was 21 and she was like you know it's it's kind of late to start over you know i don't know anything about music and she's like i will be honest with you i i'm taking you for this private lessons but if there's going to be nothing i can work with you got to be mature about it and get it take it you know like right. you got to take it oh my god i was so nervous <laughs> i was so i was like this person is definitely gonna turn me around mm. that's amazing but she didn't you know she didn't she after the first lesson she's like come back after second lesson she's like come back and then she's like okay we'll work together that and is so, so cool. cool yeah um we were just you know um learning all the classic uh, songs yeah um And then, oh, you know, she would ask me if I wanted to learn any other songs with her. So she would play piano, warm me up, give me the good warm up. And uh, meanwhile, we created the band. Yeah. Wow. And, yeah. And who came up with the name of the band? Uh, actually, uh, first idea of the name came from me, uh, uh, but we didn't stick with it because it was the uh, Asylum. 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 I don't know why, but I thought like <laughs> the place asylum. asylum. Yeah, <coughs> I don't know why I liked that, and I I came up with that idea, and everybody liked it actually. And then we Googled it, and there were projects with that name. I'm so sure. Already. I'm yeah. sure. So we are. That's why we called our first al album Asylum. Oh. Yeah. And then the name for the from the <laughs> band came from Vidic, our guitar player, which he is the founder of the band. Him and his friend, but his friend DJ left the band. Uh, after a couple of years we played yeah. only a little bit together he's in our one music video and then a couple of shows then he left um he stopped doing music that's why he left um but yeah they are the founders of the band and then me and then everybody else in the band slowly uh we changed drummers we changed guitar players and bass players but only in the first three years of the band's career yeah so then it's been almost yeah it's been more than 10 years that we are all together this the same specific lineup. that's awesome lineup, yeah so you're taking singing lessons and you started the band so now you're like yes you're, correct so you're writing songs writing lyrics and stuff and all that this is a very interesting topic because really i started writing at 14 years old wow when my mom writing. like journaling and yes. stuff but and i was i was i loved poetry so huh. i was r rhyming things and i still have that That's notebook cool. i i was mainly writing in russian uh but then i started you know later on when i was in italy i started writing in english Kay. and when i did languages in the university my vocabulary was more interesting because i was reading more right, books right. and stuff yeah. so actually the first single of the band um was for the song judgmental trap and i used uh lyrics i wrote when i was in the university because uh, i was inspired by this wars going on around the world and it was like this lyrics were against violence against war Love and that. i modified them a little bit yes but i used that specific that's cool yeah that's so really cool. i was already familiar with writing but not familiar with singing or composing mm -hmm. which was something i had to learn with the band yeah, yeah. So you're writing in your journals in what language? Just in English? Uh, so I, I started in Russian, but then in English, yes. Yeah. It's yeah. cool used to have those journals. Yeah, I, I have them, That's yeah. It's really cool. We never, we never had a song in Russian, uh, but because uh, at the time when I had already infected, right, I felt more comfortable writing and expressing myself. 
um, in English. And also, I really want everybody to understand. And this happens right. to be the language everybody speaks. <laughs> yeah. You know? So you st you're still doing the hair stuff, and you're, and you're getting singing lessons, and yep. you started a band. Yes. And all was, your mom, was your mom like super supportive of like... In the beginning, she was skeptical because, you know, she knows how much time and effort I put into being a, a hair makeup artist. Yeah. It takes a lot of gear, years. And I, I was one of those nerds that would, will go... nerds? Nerds, yeah. <laughs> that would go and like take lessons all the time. Like even for my like, uh, you know, innovatives, I don't know, master class for this and that in my in my career choice. So I was really doing great. I was I, I loved it. I was very good at was what I was doing. And I'm very proud of it because I actually took that to infected rain's image, mm. you know, right. Um Anyways, but yes, my mom was very skeptical in the beginning. She wasn't judging or she wasn't trying to change my mind, but she was like, are you sure? Like, you're doing so great. Eventually, you know, I wanted to open my own place and stuff like that. She's like, you know, starting something over is not easy, especially when you're already established. It's not going to bring you money. I was like, yeah, but I'm not going to leave my job until this brings me some 100%. sort of, mm -hmm. maybe not stability because it, it took us, 10 years. No, it took us nine exact years until we got paid for what we did with Ben. Wow. Uh, wow. wow. Yeah. I mean, we got paid, but we had to invest that money right away in the band totally. to move on. And only in nine years, we actually gave some money away to every musician. Wow. In nine years. Holy Everything God. else was invested wow. right okay. away. That's yes. kind of investing into your own brand. Yeah, yes. that's cool. Because we were independent for 10 years as wow. a band. That's incredible. That wow. is so incredible. Thank you. Yeah, it took nine years. That. Nine years. And, and and where did so this teacher, vocal teacher yes. that you had? Yeah. When? How did you establish your screaming style? So that was a little bit later. I okay. have. To, I obviously she was a classic vocal teacher right. for the classic music. She taught me a lot, of mm -hmm. course. But when it came to more brutal type of vocalizing and more like. Um, trying to be so emotional but not let the emotions really ruin your voice mm -hmm. yeah. was something I had to learn later on. Okay. So I found out about um, uh, this super famous vocal teacher uh, from America. Uh, her name is Melissa Cross. That's my friend! She's my friend too. <laughs> Screaming in zen! Yeah, she's my friend too. I'm, now. In, I'm, I'm, in, her, I'm, in, her I'm in her DVD. <laughs> I know that's, you are. That's the, what? <laughs> I know you are because I had those DVDs. Dude, that's the homie <laughs> Melissa. Okay, shout out to so Melissa Cross. I love you. I know she listens so to the podcast are, too. I love you. We Melissa are Cross. super close friends now. But at the time, I Bruh. was in my country. <laughs> yes. And I only I only bought her DVDs and studied the DVDs. That's it. Fucking so awesome, man. I studied those DVDs for as long as I could. Not until 2013, I visit America for the first time. And I'm like, I have to try to, to get go a to New lesson. York. I have to, I and was face planning to, face. Yeah. to have Manhattan. an actual lesson with her. Mm -hmm. I never had lessons. I only studied DVDs right. and whatever was on YouTube. So cool. And that's it, right? So I was like, there is more, there is more to it mm -hmm. than I think, than I need to know this. So I was lucky enough to get a lesson with her in 2013 and my lesson lasted seven hours. What? She gave me seven hours of her time. She's incredible. She's incredible. She's and the best, dude. She is. And we became super close friends. She knew I was leaving and I didn't know when I'm coming back because I was only visiting um, America in 2013. And she's like, I have to give you as much as I can. She also gave me her phone number for any type of emergencies on tour if I need any help. 
and that's how we became friends. And Amazing. then when I moved to America in 2015, I started going and seeing her twice a year to New York. And yeah, we are we wow. are super. Cool. In fact, I have I have a, a podcast slash interview together with her that she invited me to uh, December second. So well, we're, gonna send, we're gonna send a picture me and you after this to her. <laughs> we have to. We she's, have to. She's the she best. She saved man. my life. She really did. Not only in this industry, but also when I, w- I was going through something very difficult in 2019, and that happened during a tour, and I was losing it, man. I was. I mm. was. The shows were going good, but I was a walking dead. Okay. Yes, it was very difficult on me. I was losing so much weight so fast, wow. and I, it was very bad. Not until I called her and she tried to help me. Because when you are in a very... Di- um, I don't even know how to call it. But very dark, um, dark place. place. And you're depressed and your yeah. life is falling apart. You still have to do your thing. If you, it happens while you're on tour, yeah. what do you do? Yeah. You know, obviously I had breakdowns on stage and crying and stuff like that, but I'm happy it happened while I was on tour because it probably kept me my sanity together. Totally. Because otherwise, I would have probably be lost somewhere. I don't know. It was very very difficult, and she helped me focus. Awesome. She is not just a great vocal teacher. She's an amazing mentor, and. I'm lucky enough to call her my friend. Yes, that is, that, that's incredible. Super, yeah, we are super close. It's such a small world, yeah, man. I know, right? <laughs> to be friends with somebody you idolize for so long, you know, and then from a different part of the planet. I yeah. know, yeah. you know. I know. We we She actually came to my show when oh, um, she during this tour. Yeah, she f- it was her first time seeing wow. me live. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we just came back from a, a first United States tour, and we played in Manhattan. So what, obviously. What venue? Uh, Irving Plaza. It was uh, probably I don't okay, remember yeah. right okay. now. I, I I'm sorry. I, I'm good. super bad with names. No, that's all but good. But uh, especially when you're like only first one time touring, yeah, you know, yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. Th- memorize them because uh, it's our first time in America. Wow. Yeah, and she came. Yeah, wow. she came to the show, watched the show. And that must have been really emotional for you. Oh, yeah, my God. Man. I was like, if I'm going to lose my shit on stage, guys, <laughs> it's like having your parents yeah. for the first time right. seeing you. Because yeah. she, she was like my mother in this yeah. industry. She 100%. really was, you know. You can see the evolution through the albums. It's so obvious. She's incredible, man. And absolutely. And the things that she had to say to me after everything, you know, like. It's perfect. Yeah. And, and she's super proud of what we've done together and makes me super happy because I really am a hard worker because I believe in, I believe in people having talent for sure. Yeah. But I believe that no matter how talented you are, you still have to work. And there's a thing about me. I don't have a super high self-esteem. I'm working on it, but (laughs) I don't, I really don't. I I, I don't like, I know because I don't show it. Right. right? I work on it very hard. So for me, I don't consider myself being born with any type of type of talent. Mm-hmm. That's why I put like the triple work in it. Yeah. So, you know, I don't take anything for granted. I do my vocal warm ups with Melissa. I have them recorded. Me on my too. Phone. I have my phone too. Yeah. Exactly. My warm-ups, yeah. I do them all, n- not single rehearsal even without it. Wow. Yes. All the time. It's my ritual. I have to. It's a mental state. It is. I go into. It is. So. Yeah, I barely ever miss warm ups. Unless like a one-off maybe in L.A., but like we always have me and Rusty do the vocal warm-ups mm-hmm. that Music Cross made specifically for yeah. our range. Right. But you did it for Hazen Street as well. Mm-hmm. But we would come through on 
on a tour and I'd be like, I'm kind of hoarse, mm-hmm. kind of run down. And we just go see her real quick before yep. we play a show in New York. And she'd yep. give us like a nice warm up. She's just a beautiful spirit human. She and is. it's so cool that you, that she did so much for you. It's yes. awesome, man. So much. Screaming so much. in Zen. It's, it's a website and the uh, DVD I'll, sh- yeah. I'll show it to you. Yeah. And yeah. It's, uh, the, it's awesome, the, the, the best part about her method is in the name itself is screaming is like singing and speaking and it's the three s and that's that's exactly what everybody in this industry has to understand because that's when people are going to stop hurting themselves Mm -hmm. when you understand and embrace that screaming singing and speaking it has the same volume same technique you have the same breathing is one machine you're doing it that's when you will understand how to do it properly because otherwise you're like, oh, I got to get in the mode and we all done it. Oh my God, I lost my voice so many times. Me too, because yeah. you're singing from the wrong place. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. you a horse and stuff and, and sleep on tour. People mm-hmm. think sleep's the most important. People think like honey and tea and all we'll this stuff. It's, mm-hmm. it's just like not talking. That's what you, I, would yeah. just, I stopped talking on yeah. tour. Vocal rest. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Pe- yeah, people think no it's doubt. always other remedies, but it's hard. Like, Yeah, I mean, it's it's... It's definitely the most demanding, I think, being a vocalist and drummer, I would say, are super demanding physically. Yeah. You know, where you're really feeling it. And yeah. and, and your emotions can really affect your vocals as well, especially uh, exactly. in the studio. Uh, Dave, a show like you're mm-hmm. saying, if you're not feeling it and you still got to go out there and give yeah. 100%, um, it makes it super difficult to get, you know, yeah. that part of your body like warmed up and ready. But it's yeah. it's definitely like a game changer when you have a great teacher, Absolutely. you know, you know what you need to do to prep. You know, it changes everything, Absolutely. you know, like I'm life changer. Yeah. eternally gr- grateful. I told that so many times in so many interviews. She saved my voice. She saved my band. She saved metal. She mm-hmm. saved the metal industry. Yeah, mm-hmm. she did so many different. She so did many of our friends, man. Mm-hmm. So, many. so many vocalists went through her. So the lady that's teaching you in your in your home country, yes. when you start bringing her like your style of singing, yeah. does she like like kind of no. shocked? Back? So in the beginning, she she doesn't understand it in a way. She's like, I don't know how you do it, and <laughs> obviously, I'm not gonna try to teach you that because I I'm not qualified. It's not my field, yeah. Yeah, but she's been to a couple of uh, local shows there <laughs> in the beginning of my band, and you know, she's like, you know. Um, she was telling me more, a lot about like the breathing technique and everything because obviously we jump around like crazy people. Totally. So, so she, you know, so all that was very important f- even for her to learn. She's like, I need to learn that. And <laughs> uh, cool. it's super funny because I brought up the jumping jacks wait, even before I saw the DVDs of Melissa jumping and screaming <laughs> yeah. A, B, C, D. Remember? Yep. Yep. Uh, so I was like, maybe if. But jump around and sing, you know, totally. but without like blocking your throat too much. Just jump and sing. And she's like, that's a great idea. And <laughs> so we started doing that, you know, um, but she was supportive, you know, and she she was she she grew very like, I don't know, very warm and friendly feelings towards me because yeah. I, I was such a hard worker, uh, although she is an extremely um to the book and extremely by the book uh, yeah normal. he is like she, you know she i'm sorry she is a older lady that comes from like you know she's around my mom's age so you know she grew up where like just me looking different was already like a lot Shocking. for her yeah, in the to- beginning yeah. she was like she did i could tell she is she's um confused i could tell in the beginning and then when she she understood who, who i am and how i am as a person yeah. she loved me very much and we yeah 
she always found time for me when like i would go on tour and then come back and be like i need you and stuff yeah. like that yeah so how'd you find melissa cross just on, on the internet so online yes i did okay. my research and also other people already in, in the metal industry Down like kind of already kind of knew i heard her name before and i youtubed it in the beginning yeah and then i found out she has the dvds because at the time she already had both dvds i ordered them it took forever wow. forever ever for me to have them <laughs> in my country but i did so obviously i watched them i still have them mm. i watched them a lot i was supposed to be in uh, her third dvd that never oh, wow. came out yeah we oh, filmed wow. it too oh, wow. but um but uh yeah it never came out because everything is digital now and yeah. she chose to go digital nowadays so um, that's amazing yeah. and then wh and what about your mom the first time she saw you perform and sing like you um, said well she she knew already that this is the type of music I love listening to because uh, you know I've listened to it f for a while yeah and even till now she would be like you know I don't really she doesn't understand English and okay. she doesn't really understand what I sing on about but she's like through your emotions I can tell it's very emotional and powerful passion, and yeah. she prefers obviously when I sing but <laughs> she comes to every single show if if I play in Italy that's amazing yeah she comes to shows with my sisters they wear cute infected rain shirts it's super super cute <laughs> <laughs> awesome. so w and so then so when the band starts and then you guys start playing shows <clears throat> making records and stuff when does it become like a full-time thing for you where you have no time I mean you're playing to do hair locally and yeah. in, in the area of like Eastern yeah, Europe a so lot, we right? started playing locally and a lot in Ukraine because Ukraine didn't um, require yeah, visa. visas. Nice. And now our neighbor Romania was already part of uh, yeah. European community and they required visa. Mm. Now for the first four years of Infected Drain career, even five I want to say, we had to deal with this visa situation. Dang. Then it went down. I think that there's a lot of probably listeners here in America don't realize that there's a visa that's required to go to the EU if you're coming from yeah. Eastern Europe yes. and they it came about in the mid 90s that yeah. whole super strict. idea of kind of keep it strict. keep Eastern Europeans out of Europe yeah in a kind way. of kind yeah, of, yeah. It, it was and, uh, <laughs> for Moldova though because we are super close to Europe and to Romania now we uh, after five years of dealing with that uh, they put it down uh, but we only had to change our passports to biometric passports and now we were able to travel not work but travel. And then with the band, we only had specific paper that uh, shows that we are a band representing Moldova, the country, and that's it. Wow. And so we could go on tour. But before that, first five years, let's say first two years, we, we didn't go to Romania, but then for three years in a row. And then it's so annoying because you go there, and you're like, okay, we have a tour that is going to be two weeks. I don't know. In the beginning, it was small tours, right? On, in Romania only and they give you visa for exact two weeks yeah wow we had to change so many passports because our passport right. was full with romanian visas and then later on bulgarian visa every single country wow. in europe required their own visa right and we started so little by little we started going to like bulgaria because it's like right out there and then and hungary this right out there and then you know little by little but it took us years yes and not until that rule was taken down and now we changed our passports so we went to our very first european big tour i think we were um we only had one album mm -hmm. so wow. yeah we only had one album at the time so we, i'm talking about maybe 2012 and so you had no 2012 okay yeah, so you had like no that 
manager coming from oh no 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 nobody we did it ourselves we just googled it and diy yeah in the beginning it was all on us you know we were only asking for like super basic stuff like waters and (laughs) stuff like that we paid for everything so that that had to be difficult because you had no booking agent and and that's that's why yeah that's why every single income we had from like local shows or like shows where like no joke and and yeah, we were just paying for the gas with merch money if we sold anything. And mm-hmm. you're still working at that point. You have to Oh, be yeah, we there. all are working. <laughs> right. In nine years, you have yeah. to lease. I mean, uh, <clears throat> yeah, we kind of stopped working full-time, all of us, on the sixth or seventh year of the band's okay. career. Um, but it was hard because the income of the band, again, we were not making money. Yeah. So we are, we only had enough money to survive as a band. So yeah. to invest in music videos, recordings, actually to record the very first album, Asylum, I took two more jobs. I worked at three jobs. Jesus. I was a bartender. I worked in nightclubs. I had to, we had to, the prices are insane to record an album everywhere on the planet even in a poor ass country as moldova (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean serious hard work man to even get out of there even to like get to america it's crazy man the grind yeah in fact dedication a lot of people that hear that you know this year is actually our anniversary 13 years and a lot of people that hear about it they're like 13 years and I never heard about you. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a punch in the face. It's you know, like, you're like, you're like, um, yeah. yeah, you're like, fucker. You can. Yeah. yeah. And the reason being that coming from such a small part, uh, country with small opportunities, yeah. it takes you longer, no matter how hard Sounds you work. Like it's no it, joke. It's like, we never stayed home. We never stayed still as a band, but the, the, our, we were like, on this like very small, very slow, like, I don't know how to, the, the slow climb, c- slow climb, yeah. very slow. Mm-hmm. Only after I want to say the third with the third album, we started getting a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. Um, like radio play or videos, a- everything. Or? Yeah. Everything really. In fact, a lot of record deals coming our way, nice. managers coming our way, everything, booking agents, people were booking us. Like as soon as they saw that we were like, wanting to go on tour yeah everybody was like come here come here you know like actual uh owners of clubs they knew we were independent and they're like who do i write to and we're like us Uh, you write to us did you run most of the did you you yeah i did the majority because my english uh, was a little bit better than everybody else but now my boys are doing better at english and um but me and vidic we were we, we are from the beginning and we are yeah. kind of who moves the band when it comes to um, things to do like online and answering and connections and stuff of like course, that. Of course, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's, the, that's pretty much when we started getting a lot. But we were very skeptical because a lot of people were trying to change us. Of course, mm. yeah, yeah. A lot of them. We yeah, love like, you. Now change. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're going to do great if you change. But. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And like, and I'm talking like a lot of people, even people in our industry. Like that what, I, what were some of the suggestions I, that they okay, were? Okay, I will so tell curious, you the suggestions, sure but I can't do names. Okay, okay no, you don't you have, have to do wear cut-off tank top and plaid <laughs> pants like Gwen Stefani. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. So I was told I was not metal, metal enough. So what would make you more metal? <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Wow. Who did even, who did who invented this even like, i mean how do they even come across and say stuff like yeah. that like uh you need to be more metal yeah exactly oh just like so, that <laughs> so kind of like like this like 
they're like, oh, infected rain? What does it even mean? We need a name like... Oh, they want to change the name. Yeah, they're like, we're... We need asylum. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) How do you change a band's name after three records? Three records. We already had our little army of fans, like big, actually, army of fans already. We were going on tour at that point four times a year, three to four times a year. Wow. Just like any signed band, right. we were doing it by ourselves. Totally. Yes, we weren't playing in front of, in clubs of capacity of 2,000 people, but we were playing in, you know, uh, selling out 300, 400 people. That's great. Some big bands don't do that even yeah, nowadays. Facts. You know what I mean? So we were very proud of what we had, you know, and yeah, uh, we were told <laughs> that name has, has to be something people want to wear on their shirts. I'm like, they do. <laughs> you do your research. They do. <laughs> like a little bit, maybe not to the extent you want to, but right. it's because we are independent. Yeah. And we can't s- sell our physical albums in record uh, stores because we are independent. We can't sell our merch anywhere else than online or at our shows because we are independent. Mm. So many rules there, you know? Mm. We can't get booked at Vakan or something because we were independent. But we did other smaller so festivals. It is. People don't want to work with bands directly. Yeah. And it blows my mind. Yeah. And that's the reason why sooner or later we decided to go with the label. And actually, the label we signed with was one of the first labels that offered to work with us. And we were what just What label is that? Napalm Records. Napalm. Okay. They nice. were up. Yeah, they were... Uh, uh, um, where are they trying. from? Where are they out of? They actually, uh, f- uh, th- their main place is Austria, but they have here as well. They are worldwide. Oh, nice. Yes. No, yeah, yeah. I was just yeah. curious where they, they were yeah, started. Austria, I they know started Austria. in Austria. Right. And yeah, they cool. were they were definitely trying for years with us. For oh. years. So they were watching your career and stuff. Yes, yeah. yeah. So f- we got our first um, deal with them uh, five years before we signed with them. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And, and and is that where you started doing videos after you signed with them, or you already no, no, have no, videos way before? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We paying for their own videos. Yeah, yeah. yeah we were doing. Because I was gonna say, because they're super elaborate. You thank know, a you, lot of the videos are really we put well a done. Lot, a lot of effort in them, and, and so you're behind a lot of the design. I correct. imagine everything it looks like designs. <laughs> thank you, designs and ideas. Even right. though uh, for some of the videos we hired uh, directors and people to edit, but then my boys are really good at it, and they started like learning that a lot. Mm. In fact for the latest albums uh, I'm sorry music videos we did all everything wow we only cool. hired camera people incredible that's it. Yeah, I should check it out I mean they look well done well that's your artistic modeling uh, yeah. hairstyle you can makeup. see it in the video it's thank all you. Yeah. Uh, incredible incredible videos really impressive thank you thank videos you. <laughs> you were the stylist too on the set right I, I tried to be yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, when we have like a different uh, character playing a role I yeah, tried yeah. to be for sure uh, cool. My boys as well, but uh, when it comes to like ideas, we polish them together. That's great, and so cool. yeah, my boys are good at editing and special effects. They learn three D programmings and, so, and stuff. We had to, man. We had to roll our sleeves and be everybody for the band: be the designers, the it's the amazing. booking agent, the the manager, the secretary, the musician, <laughs> the everybody. We had to. It's crazy. It's so DIY. It's so independent. It's so like badass. I, I, feel, I feel so lazy. I know. <laughs> but, but coming where she's coming from, the small yeah. country, like that's what you had to do to get out and get your yeah. name and yeah. do what Absolutely. you love. That's the only way. That desire, it's inc- yeah. And that just keep drive. pushing like that. And then, and then people 
will see that, acknowledge yeah, it's definitely that. Inspiration. Eventually they will. Yeah. Yeah, In fact, definitely. we are the first uh, band to sign with a label from the entire country in the history. Wow. Mm. What? Really? <laughs> yes. That's I mean, incredible. There, there are uh, a lot of pop musicians that have good record deals, but uh, nothing in the alternative scene. Right. Never. That's incredible, man. And they were like, yo, if you sign to us, you have to change your name to November, <laughs> to no, to November Rain. Get <laughs> 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 through more commercial. I know, right? Oh Purple Rain. <laughs> um, it's so cool. It's, it's, it's such a, regardless of what you guys sound like, everything, everything you're about is very punk rock ethics. Thank you. Like to, like to do it yourself and yeah. like even n- now, never give even up. Even now, although we are signed, um, in fact, I'm super thankful for everybody at Napalm for really accepting everything we do. They Every time, they are shocked. They actually write to us every time being like, we never know what to expect from you guys. Like every mm. time, they try <laughs> to give us some ideas here and there like for something that is not out yet. But they always, like when we come out with stuff, they always let us just do it. And then they're like, oh my God, this was incredible. This was, how many more ideas can you guys have? They trust you guys. They yeah. do. They yeah. really do. And we chose to trust them when it comes to everything else that is distribution yeah. uh, promotion uh you know everything else like management sometimes we are like hey let's do this and this and this and they're like we will uh, you know like, like yeah. Yeah. so are, job, so are they know. managing you so our manager happens to be so you got a manager we do now okay. now but we got him as we got signed i see nice. okay yeah so I'm we n- we didn't before and we signed in 2019 Okay. Wow. And we t- we signed in the beginning of 2019. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. I was just trying to think about how I met Melissa Cross in my mind, <laughs> and she was recommended to me when we signed to a major label in 2001, MCA, mm. and they requested us me to check her out, mm-hmm. yeah. to like push my singing stuff, and that's how I met her. And they paid for it, MCA yeah, Records. That's really cool. That's how I that met is her. That's really cool. That's nice because for me it happened. Uh, interest. I had interesting uh, situations where Melissa actually also tried very hard to push infected rain with like the people she knows in the uh, industry co- yeah so and cool. and uh some of the people that get backed t- with her and gave her feedback also s- had something to do with like they need to change their sound or something yeah really mm-hmm. yeah, yeah and I'm even sure, her I mean. even her um reading that she's like can't believe they do that you know like yeah you accept the bands the way they are Exactly. You know, yes, with time, you know, you can polish things together, but don't do that from the start. Like, yeah. they, nobody was going to want to do that. I mean, unless you don't really believe in what you do and all you want to do is this show business. Mm-hmm. Right. Then, okay, that's that's that wasn't what we were trying to do ever. Yeah. So, I guess fans can feel that. Yeah. Right, yeah. Fans I, can I feel think that especially the, they're going to respect the fact that you work so hard to Absolutely. get a position, you know, 100%. nothing was really given to you. Yeah, you know, know. And, and fans respect that a long way. You yeah. know, that goes much further than you know, like people blowing up all of a sudden and then they're yeah. gone never, the they never day. toured before, right? Never they get toured, signed, they never huge song. had yeah. those situations, you know, yeah. and and don't have that growth yeah. that's so necessary. You should be so proud. Create. Yeah, I am. I'm Your very journey's proud. incredible. Like Thank just you. where you're coming from. You know what I mean? And I'm very proud of. Um, what i am and i'm very proud of what we are as a band in fact we just uh actually a week ago we released a big um movie 
for the anniversary of the band and uh, like a mini doc or something. It, it's it's actually a pretty big <laughs> <laughs> documentary. Um, Where can people see that? Uh, right now, it's only available digitally. On uh, there's a link on the band's page. Okay. Um, but eventually, it it came out so good that everybody wants it physical. So wow, we did. It it's yeah. it's called the Devil's Dozen because the of the Devil's number thir- thirteen, okay. and it comes. It's the show and the movie. So the movie is a documentary of our whole story, which Sick. is pretty awesome. much a lot of the things I mentioned here yeah, and many more. Where was the show filmed? And the show was filmed in my country. Yes. 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 Yeah, nice. during That's the amazing. summer. And we build the stage from scratch. So we... We Damn. rented everything. We rented the place. We rented the company with the stage. We did it in 3D, and we wanted it that way, and mm-hmm. it, it was that way. And then we had a lot of visuals. Mm-hmm. And, oh, my God, I, I, I will, That's I will send you the link. You guys have to yeah, watch yeah, it. Yeah. it the, we watched it and cried with my sister. Oh, that's <laughs> amazing, man. That's incredible. Yeah, the show is uh, 21 song long. Nice. Okay. Uh, nice. For um, you know, songs from the past for albums, because we are about to release our fifth album in January. Amazing. Thank Excellent. you. Wow. And so, how was it playing in America for the first time too? Was it, it was pretty cool, but it because it happened also off like after like everybody was sitting home for so long. Oh yeah, yeah. It was also special because of that. Totally. It, this tour was special for three reasons. For first reason being, we tried to tour America even when we were independent and it was super hard. Okay. Then when we got signed, we had booked a tour in America for 2020 with Swallow the Sun and obviously it didn't, didn't happen. happen. Yep. And you paid for all those visas. Yes. And we, we paid we for many shit. things. We Damn. paid for many things that Merch, a lot, yeah. visas. Uh, wow. It had to be postponed first, so but it didn't happen. And so finally we get to America and we, believe it or not, for years and years we have the biggest following here. Although wow. we never even played here. That's yes. fucking awesome. Yeah, it is. So uh, we obviously really wanted to, right? So that's the first reason. Second reason is we all missed shows so much. We we were tired to sit home and it was it was about time. Third reason, we actually went on tour with some friends. Um, I'm very close friends with uh, the Butcher Babies and they were working on having a tour and right away they invited us and we cool. said yes let's do it you know even way before we knew if we can in fact not many people know about that but my boys my musicians had their visa 10 days prior to the first show it's crazy tickets were sold everything was already there because of that we lost our bandwagon because yeah. we couldn't book yeah. it and we had to uh last minute book an rv that we drove and, ourselves. All, and they were all coming from moldova moldova yeah wow it was crazy crazy last minute because of that but that's because of COVID. but it happened so this tour was very special for sure <laughs> that's amazing yeah and how many shows was it it was like 30 shows okay. i want to say 29 that's a long yeah. one too yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's crazy because we played a couple of shows this year during the pandemic it's different vibe yeah like some people some refunds for us and then there's some no shows and some people yeah. are skeptical about comedy they it's, are it's interesting they are some some cities had restrictions yeah. so we couldn't have a full uh place because of that some pl- pe- uh, some places didn't have restrictions yeah but they had very strong rules about vaccination or tests yeah mm-hmm. and 
some fans got mad at the bands too. Of we course. Were like, why? It's we not are not even <laughs> from here. It's not even up to the band. It's up to the state. It's not our rules. It's not right. up to yeah. us at all. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we had to make sure they understand that. Yeah, 100%. A lot of, a lot of uh, people stayed outside and they yeah. were hoping to see you outside at least. You oh, know. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. So you recorded the record that's coming out in January during the pandemic. Correct. Yes. Wow. In fact, it was really interesting because... I know a lot of musicians learn programs, recording programs, and they record themselves guitar players. Yeah. And, oh, but drummers and, and vocalists don't because mm. we go to recording studios and we are in separate rooms from the sound engineer yeah. and we can't push buttons. We can't record ourselves. <laughs> yeah. So I had to learn Cubase from scratch. I had obviously I had to buy a lot of equipment. I built my own vocal studio oh. in my own house. Jeez. You built it yourself? <laughs> yes, myself. Oh my god. I did. What can't you do? This is <laughs> we built the stage, we built the set. <laughs> okay, did go the makeup, did the design. Uh, <laughs> she built the vocal booth. Wow. I did. I built my own little vocal booth. Um, at this point I'm just like, Of course she did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you can Naturally. come record you can come record a song in my house <laughs> Please. anytime. Thank I'll, you. I'll I'm still in garage band. Like, um, <laughs> Where's the delete button? You'd be like, you'd be like, hey, I need to record vocals. I'm going. My studio is in Las Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So you built the booth. Wow. Yes, I did, and I learned the program. Obviously, my boys helped me a lot with it because I, I love that you I call never, them your boys. Yeah, I, they are my boys. <laughs> I love that. And um, so I recorded the majority of that album from my house, and then I went to my country to work with the boys. Yeah, and I remember you went there. Yes, and, and I, you know, we polished all the other little things here and there. But yes, that helped a lot. In fact, being your, so being a vocalist is one thing. Being your own sound engineer is the second thing. Being your own critic. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, my God. I'll be like, I hate this. I hate this. Oh, I hate yeah. this. I hate this. Jeez. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think we are our own worst, worst yeah. critics. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh my yeah. God. That's so true. Every single Thank breath. You. I was like, what? what is that sound? No, no. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. So, so, so you, you're really a uh, perfectionist. I try to be, especially when it comes to the things I love. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I tried to be. And I saw you released uh, Lyric Book 2 in 2020, right? Yes, I did. It was actually a project started, starting before the pandemic. Okay. Uh, and it came out thanks to the fans. In fact, they invested in it in a way um, because it was something that uh, I wanted to do for a while. And I have Patreon, so nice. I share a lot of my uh, ideas and dreams there. And mm. it was something that was the most uh, wanted. And I was like, okay... This unfortunately requires a lot of money and a lot of time, but together we can do it. So what we did was they, in a way, pre-ordered it. In yeah, a way. Yeah, right. So everybody who pre-ordered it for a little bit more money than it costs right now, they were able to also ask me for an explanation for any of the song lyrics. Mm. And I have a couple of pages in the end dedicated to that specific per to a specific person wow. that asked me for that. Cause they paid that extra $5 more That's than the, the book costs at the moment. Right. Um, so, but they have their name in it and special thanks. That's and, cool. And I did the explanation for them for, yeah, there's a couple of pages of people that actually invested in this project and I'm insanely, insanely honored to have these people supporting the band yeah. because because of them we were able to survive as a band during the pandemic i gotta yeah. say it is i, I want to give a shout out to all the all the fans of the bands because oh, during absolutely. the pandemic yeah. like where can they buy your merch where can they do yes. this like True. because they couldn't come see you live and they want to yes. support 
it, it was de- definitely incredible, man. Like yeah. nah, people no stepped doubt. up. They got their severance. They got their they got their checks from the government. They got wanted yeah. to buy some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. What was it called to pay? Stimulus. Yeah. Stimulus checks. checks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they wanted to support and like yeah. and it could be more creative and still be creative and make. And also, a lot of them understand that it, they didn't lose their job because they are not in the in the show business industry. Yeah. And they still got an income yes maybe some of them had to work from home or work less days because they were doing like schedules in the offices or whatever in europe but the majority of european fans that are not at all in the industry of music and american fans as well they were there they were down they're like i can give you a lot but this five dollars a month on patreon yeah i know it's not gonna change your my life but maybe it will change yours while you sit home and you can't go you know and do your thing awesome Mm -hmm. so little things like that Having this little army of supporters, oh my God! It you have a name for your army? Actually, <laughs> you know, question. you know what's uh, what's interesting. Also, way before the pandemic, this one fan from uh, Canada, he always asks me not to say his name, but he's a diehard fan. He created uh, Infected Enforcers. I like that. Infected Enforcers. Yeah, I like and that. And that was way before I had, <coughs> I had Patreon, yeah. way before I had my YouTube channel, way before anybody could support in this specific way the band. Yeah. They could invest a- in this Enforcers. They were collecting money monthly as well. And for them, we were doing certain things specifically. And in exchange with that money that they would collect, they would promote everything we post on wow. like on the social medias. Like, yeah, you know yeah, those yeah. paying promotions, little yeah. 50 bucks here and 50 mm-hmm. bucks there. They would do that for every video we post, every mm-hmm. song, every awesome. single thing. And it didn't come from the band. It came from, it was their initiative and they wanted to spread the word just so much. Cool. Right. And that's that's how everything kind of started. Yeah. And then it just evolved into what it is right now. Yeah. So Patreon, I, I set up an account. I haven't really set up yet. Separator is on Patreon, correct? Oh, we can't talk. No, about no, it. we're oh. n- we're not on. Okay, it. sorry. But uh, we're we're thinking about it. Okay, sorry, my <laughs> bad. Um, but I set one up. I haven't I haven't put live yet. But you think Patreon is amazing, right? All mm-hmm. my friends are on it. It's a great way to promote. I was thinking Absolutely. about putting like, because this podcast is only audio. I thought I could put film versions only on that Patreon, yeah. do monthly things. So it's really been helpful, yes, right? Yes, very helpful. Okay. And not just not just financially, but also to keep me focused during the pandemic. Right. I and be creative, yeah. And yeah. be creative. Be, keep me focused. And connected keep me with your con- fans. Connected with yeah. the fans. Uh, we do so many things, uh, you know, the chats, the live streams, mm. so many things. It's Early a lot of work acts. though, right? It's a it lot is. of work. It is a full-time <laughs> job. Okay. Right. Be, okay. Being on social media, because I consider that uh, being some sort of paid social media 100%. as well, uh, is a full-time job. Right. Sure. And you yeah, have to definitely. embrace it with all its ups and downs. <laughs> True. You ups and downs? Yeah. 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 What are you talking the about? Internet? Private no account? way. I don't Private account? It. You mean private accounts you talking you shit? You, yeah. you mean di- dick pictures? What do you mean? Mm, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't get many of those. <laughs> I, 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 but yeah, the ups and downs, yeah. the negativity, the highs yeah. and lows of Everything, it. Everything, you know? I have a question. What's the lyric book it's just explain to me walk me through that yes like, the lyric book is this you should do one yeah the lyric book idea i'm gonna uh, go pee up right back <laughs> <laughs> the lyric book idea was actually uh because i was already four album in okay uh, the career um and i did some 
um, collaborations as well. For uh, those collaborations, I also wrote the lyrics. And I was like, that would be cool to have something like that put down. I remember growing up and buying CDs and opening the little booklet and reading those lyrics, mm -hmm. like to translate them and stuff. And so that the idea came from there just to have something physical and maybe even for fans that don't speak English that well, but they can translate. Mm. They can read it and ah, translate, right, right. you know, have something physical in, my, mm -hmm. in, in their hands. So maybe they can understand the messages of the music a little bit more mm -hmm. like that, right? So I know a lot of people can relate to what I write about and wha what I right. sing about. So I wanted to give even more when it comes to that. That's first. Second, it comes with some footage that isn't online, some pictures that isn't online. Uh -huh. Some There are pictures of oh. my actual uh, notebook with all the... You know the, right. you the know, journaling from the back then. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's you awesome. know, it comes it comes with some of that, and mm. then also with all these special things and everything. So eventually, I hope I'm gonna have part two, lyric book part two. That's cool. You know, eventually, the idea of a book in general came to me long ago. Mm -hmm. uh, it actually it was an idea that came from the f this friend I was growing up with because she was there with the majority of, you know, my ups and downs in the life. Yeah. And she loves writing. And uh, we jokingly said, you know, one day maybe you can write what you remember about. And she's like, wait, why do I have to write what I remember about you? Why don't we do a like a biography book together? Mm -hmm. And so the idea of the book, we never did it yet, but it's still in our mind. Yeah. She's thinking maybe to go by stories instead of doing an actual book, mm -hmm. do like a couple of books smaller with just a couple of stories in mm -hmm. my life. We'll see. We with we are still thinking about it, but the I so the idea of having something like that was in my mind forever i am not as talented as where i would be able to write my own story or to write a story in general i don't know maybe you are May i mean i don't know man you're freaking <laughs> building like recording studios <laughs> building you, you were saying before that you like you have to work for your talent yeah right. yeah it's i'm sure a lot you write practice. a book yeah. it's, a lot it's of therapeutic practice. too it is. it is that's what mm -hmm. it is for me with lyrics I so 100 percent. Sure. so you know i just uh yeah i just wanted to have that down and okay. and it worked. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I saw I see that like Scott Ian, yes. Jamie Josta, mm -hmm. Kevin Seconds, they're mm -hmm. doing these things. They do it every year around Christmas and people have been asking me to do it for a long time is mm -hmm. people order like uh send me a lyrics. Handwritten. Handwritten yeah. lyric yeah. sheets. It's yeah. kind of cool too. Yeah. Definitely. My handwriting's I'm, I'm horrendous. Down with that. <laughs> I, I, I know that. My for handwriting a fact. is I can't read yes. some of the notes I have. <laughs> and I, I was signing these books for like the last two days and I have to really go slow because just Yeah, oh just man. so people can understand. Oh, my handwriting's terrible. Oh, <laughs> get it together, pe pe man. People love that stuff, man. Yeah. True. It's authentic. True. It's one of a kind, you yeah. know, yeah. when you write it yourself like that. For I sure. think I think you could you should do that, Derek. I, I definitely will. You gonna do it? You think about it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely been in the back of my mind. Um, you have good handwriting? I have impeccable handwriting. You do? Oh. Yes. I've never seen your handwriting. I want to well, see it yet. One day we will show that. <laughs> no, I'm saying. I think, no. it, I think fans would like that from you. I think so, too. You know, I, I definitely collected a lot of the lyrical content from the past because I still write, like, uh, like handwritten mm -hmm. Stuff. It's me too. Yeah, me yeah, too. Yeah. So that's uh, what I do. I have a yeah. notebook with me all the time on mm -hmm. tour or home. Journaling. I, I I do write ideas if I have them if it, like all of a sudden I write them in, on my phone's notes. Right. But I definitely prefer the yeah. actual writing. For no, sure. No I totally doubt. agree with you. Yeah, the root of that definitely comes and then I transform it into mm -hmm. 
digital world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you mean yeah. writing lyrics for ideas and shit? Yeah, yeah I still yeah. do that too for sure. Yeah, in the that's studio still whatever, like yeah. handwritten, but I, I think it's great. You know, people can have that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's. I wish I would have saved a lot of it from the past. Yeah, I think it, it, it immortalizes right. your work. That's what it does. Mm-hmm. So that's why I like it so much. Mm-hmm. It's because no matter what, it's going to be there. It's there. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's out there, you know? And, and what's what's next? Like, what do you guys, I mean, since you did this tour, yeah, it looked so, like it was um, really a lot of fun. Yeah. It was. It was. In fact, as a- And those guys are great. Yeah, like Carla. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm uh, super close with Heidi because she became my neighbor when she moved from LA. Right. So we were already, you know, we already were talking and no, no, known each other for the longest time. Uh, I met her in 2013. Uh, but um, we became super close during mm. the pandemic because they moved during the pandemic. To Vegas. To Vegas. Oh, right. So, yeah. So half of the band basically wa- was already known to me and then I met everybody else. And, nice. and when did you people. move to Vegas? Six years ago in 2015. Okay. Yeah. So I want to say that as soon as we came back from that tour, we started giving to people new material. So we came out with the first single for the song Postmortem. Second single came out in the beginning of this month for the song Fighter. And then we, in the end of the month, literally a week ago, we gave The Devil's Dozen to people. And December 8th, we are giving another music video with a new single. And in January 7th, the new album com- comes out called Exodus, and it will also come out with a new new music video. Oh Some we worked a lot grinding, during man. during yeah. the pandemic. Super creative. And thank you. And in February we are going on tour in Europe. Hopefully, fingers crossed, nothing changes in the world to the worse. At yeah. least. <laughs> yeah. You mean you don't, you don't get stopped by Omnicrom? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. You know that would have been hilarious. <laughs> Unless there's a monster you can blame it on, you know <laughs> oh what I mean? So you're touring uh, headlining tour? Or you're it's a, it's yeah, it's co-headlining. It's uh, some some tours are gonna be our headlining. With uh, who? I'm sorry, some shows mm-hmm. with Dagoba from Friends. Dagoba, Dagoba. you know the we yeah. be from yeah. France. Yeah, from France. Uh, so <laughs> we, are, we we happen to be on the same lab- label. So there are um, cities where. They are going to be headlining, and there are oh, cities where yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. we're going to feel flip flop. This we have <laughs> flip flop, uh, flip flop. We have uh, some opening bands uh, for sure. Some cool. that go with us on tour, and some local bands. But we are super excited because it's been a while since we've been in Europe, and right. in Europe, you know, we've been in Europe a lot, right? So yeah. <laughs> a lot, and. Um, <laughs> We yeah we're used to like forty forty five concerts a tour type of a thing wow. in Europe. Yeah, yeah, that's no joke. Wh- so that, wow. wow. Yeah. What would be the biggest influence for your band, like other bands <coughs> or inspirations? So it's very hard always to uh, to answer this question because yeah. I feel like music in general inspires us a totally. lot all the time. Everybody in my band is very open minded when it comes to music. We listen to electronic music. Uh, you know, we listen to I don't know reggae pop. pop um, How about hip hop? Hip hop, yeah, as well. Like I, I, for example, rap music. I have a my one of my favorite rappers. I, I, I dream to have a song with him. Is NF? NF. I fucking love that guy. He's <laughs> so talented. I don't know. Where's he from? Listen, from America. Listen, NF? NF. Two letters. N F is his. Okay, I'm just. His, what's his name? like uh, his name is his Nathan something. I forgot his last name. Wow, you're wow, schooling okay. us right he now. Is, American rapper. Yeah, yeah. he is like. Next generation after Eminem, he's like way better even. Like, and I love Eminem. What? Whoa, yes. whoa. Okay, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm writing this down. Yes, Hold please on. do. Please N F. N F. He's where's he from? 
He, uh, I'm not 100% sure where he's from, exactly what state. Holy fuck. I yeah. never heard of NF. Yeah. NF. I love uh, Ye- Yellow Wolf. Uh, Whoa. Yeah. That's the homie. I love That's him. awesome. Shout out to Yellow Wolf. Oh, yes. Of course. Talented dude, man. Very talented, talented dude. Very talented. Wow. And yeah, so we listen to so much music, such diverse music. Yeah, I got you. You know, and um, wow. yeah. I, I feel... Look so at NF is massive. He is really? massive. Yeah. He's big. I feel so old and out of touch. You shouldn't feel that way because there's there's so much that I don't know. And every time people are like, I can't believe you. <laughs> it's even from your industry. I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. You're right. So you're all right. inspirations for your band, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everything. All the music is really. And um, obviously growing up, we had certain genres we listened to yeah. more. You mm-hmm. know, but I, I listened to starting with like death metal, uh, super heavy bands like Black Tongue and Die Artist Murder. Uh, That's my know. son's favorite band, Artist Murder. Really? Yeah. We yeah. played with them. Wow. We played with them. I, I absolutely love those he guys. He loves them and fit for an autopsy. Yeah, same, mm-hmm. same. Um, um, you know, uh, Last 10 Seconds of Life. Uh, there are so many bands out there that are really, really good. Some of them are newer. Some of them are have already like a lot of albums. Yeah. Uh, but then again, I go from that to listening to yeah, Yellow Wolf or whatever. Yeah, I don't right. care. I love There's that. another super cool, talented band. If you never heard of them, uh, they're called Missio. Missio is from Texas, and they is just these two dudes. I don't even know how to call their genre. It's really, really like talented the two old people. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> Taking their phones. Missio? Missio, yeah. Okay, they, Missio. Y- and, y- and I'm sure you're going to hear some songs be like, I heard this song before. Okay. You know, you just didn't know. There's two extremely talented guys. I love them. I, oh, very much. How do, you, uh, how do you spell it? I think it's dub- double S. Oh, okay. Two, there's two, yeah, we're getting right schooled now. on this pod with this uh-huh. NF. Yeah. At first, I thought Missio. you meant. Correct. I, I Missio. Correct. Missio. Got right here, yeah. yeah. Them. Interesting. Okay. In Texas. Okay. Yeah. Never heard of them. They are uh, electronic. Okay. Trap rap. Trap. Pop. Really? Yeah. They they have different, very different, <laughs> very different uh, songs. Okay. Yeah. Some are more like electronic and more like radio station. Some are like. I don't know. It's super cool people. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Has your mom or your sisters come to visit you in Vegas? My mother and my youngest sister um, visited me in 2017, I want to say. Was it the first time in America? Uh, their first time, wow. yes. Um, Vegas, too. Wow. Vegas, too, yeah. That's shocking to and go. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty interesting <laughs> for them. <laughs> I took them to I took them to Disneyland because my sister was super young at the time. I think she was only 11 at the time or wow. 12, if I do my math correctly. Uh, and wow. right now, my the the sister right after me is in town and i'm super super happy i'm showing her around that's why i'm here in la yes and and, and i got a good segue for that yeah Yeah. she's the one inspired you to go vegan vegetarian uh uh, no okay Uh, (laughs) yes and no yes and no yes yes and no she definitely inspired no 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 absolutely uh she inspired me to be more um, aware of what I'm eating for Conscience. sure because she went vegetarian f- very young. And How young? Teenagers? I think, teenagers? Yeah, teenagers. She she was vegetarian for 10 years before and then I became vegan and I was so excited to tell her about it when I pull, pulled the trigger and I, she was like, oh my God, I'm so proud of you. You know, I always wanted to also go fully vegan. 
I'll try with you. And she did. That's so we inspired so. each other in a okay, way. Yeah. yeah. So so she became vegan when I did six years ago. And but prior to that, she was vegetarian for 10 years. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. It's so easy over here to be especially, especially in Vegas nowadays. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Especially you go to Ronald's nowadays. Donuts. Oh, yeah. And Ooh. she she loves it. <laughs> I took her to Voodoo Donuts the other day. And Voodoo. she she and oh, my God, she she it's loves eating. I yeah. love eating. But I thought <laughs> I thought nobody else loves eating as much as I do. But she. Oh, yeah. But she, it's heaven over yeah, here. Yeah, you got to tell her to be careful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you have that curse of yeah. coming to America. It's like, wow, yeah. you changed. You get yeah. back and they're like, you put on some, some weight there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's, not, it's, not, it's not very um, scary for her because she comes from Italy where people eat pasta. That's oh, right. yeah, yeah. La pasta, la pizza. See, si, but there's not as many, uh, what did you say? There's a lot of carbs. Carbs, yeah. definitely, but yeah. a lot more processed food here. Correct. She, you know... She's not as aware. Uh, no, she is aware, but she's not as careful with the processed food as I am. I'm right. super cautious. That's like, what I'm saying. It's like, yeah, be careful. I, I love it cooking. Sneaks up on I, you here. I love cooking. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. I love cooking, and I love cooking clean. Like, yeah. in my house, I have no white rice, white salt, white sugar, yeast, or anything. Like, yeah, like, wow. I don't well, that's dope. <laughs> I heard some really bad I'm things joking. about white rice recently oh, from yeah. this doctor. Yeah, I met with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It. it's bleached. And yeah, uh, yeah and <laughs> that like just just certain things that consumed in too much quantity, especially as being vegan, people think that's all you eat is mm -hmm. rice, beans, Facts. potatoes. Right. Tofu. No, it's not tofu. Yeah, you know, it's <laughs> not. Tofu. You know, like come on. Yes, we eat that, but we eat other things other too. Things. Yeah, dirt, grass. Yeah. What what inspired <laughs> you to go vegan? Was it for the animals? So I did it. Out of an experiment. So um, did I. Okay. Yes, Respect. for me uh, at the time, the person I was with, uh, my husband actually, ex-husband. What? Uh, I didn't know you were married. Wow. I I was. It's um, not my business anyway, but I'm gonna say I didn't know she was married. Sorry. Yeah, it wasn't my plans either, but it's happened. <laughs> <laughs> now it just it, you know I went with the float. Uh, uh, How long are you married for? Almost five years. Okay. Mm. Yeah, almost five years. He's from Moldova. No, he's actually from here. What? Believe it or not, okay. a tattoo artist from America. Americano. Americano. Gee. Yes. Uh, gotcha. So, uh, yeah, we met accidentally when I uh, visited the country for the first time and stayed friends for a while, mm. and it just grew into something. Yeah. And uh, it was very beautiful relationship for a while. But uh, first year of our marriage and uh, us being together, I wasn't vegan yet. And uh, I was on tour, and he got very sick stomach flu with a stomach po some poisoning food yeah. poisoning or whatever because right. he loves to eat outside a lot and and i was far couldn't help him so i was doing so much research mm -hmm. right because I'm, I'm a very loving person i do that for f my friends for everybody i love you know so i just did my research and i was like going up down this rabbit hole deeper and deeper and deeper and found out things that I knew but never confirmed or things I never even knew about the health. Mm -hmm. I was like, you have to clean your body, man. Right. We have to, <laughs> all uh, all of us, you know? Right. And he was more skeptical to, to it and he never did really anything. I was like, I'll do it. So I did a body cleanse and then went raw vegan for three months. Wow. wow. Holy shit. Right shit. away. You must have lost crazy weight, man. Honestly, not that much. <laughs> I'm not saying you need to. I'm just saying no, no, like. No, no, yeah. Right. I really did because I'm pretty active. Okay, and okay. Yeah, so I, and I ate quantity-wise a lot, you right. know, and a lot wow. of knots, round knots go into that mm -hmm. as well. 
uh, yeah, just you can sprout things. You can still dehydrate at very, very low temperatures. It's still considered raw. Wow. Yeah, because uh, all the vitamins stay there and stuff. How did so you feel three months? Oh, my God. Perfect. One thing, though, I was missing the cooking aspect. Right. Okay. Because I always, you know, as I said, growing up, I was the oldest. I learned cooking super early. Right. And I, I learned loving it, actually, too. Yeah. So I was missing that part. And I decided that I will try to eat vegan for a little bit and see how it how it is. Yeah. The change I saw in my body. And the more I was doing it, the more I was eager to study the matter, and the more movies, uh, documentaries and yeah. books I was reading, everything around me. And also my guitar player in the band, uh, Vidic, by the way, he also went vegan and cool. he was a little bit easier on tour not to be the the black sheep you right. know yeah and uh um, had a partner in crime yeah had a partner <laughs> in crime and we we would like hook each other up like if i he's busy at the sound check i'll right. like make sure he yeah. has something to eat and vice versa you know it cool. helps so much oh it does yeah, he, yeah we, so much so and then i was studying a lot about nutrition in general in fact i'm very curious about it and i am fascinated about food in general and because I am so fascinated about food, I need to know where it comes from, how it is. And so I also do, I, I fast a lot. I do water fasting. Um, I only started doing it two years ago. So the uh, um, a little bit before the pandemic started, I did my first fast so it's just water for how many days so i did um different ones uh first one i did was three days um because the reason being it was because first one you never have to go too crazy okay mm -hmm. second uh, reason being um it has to be more than 24 uh 48 hours i'm sorry okay for anything to start happening anything to start yeah changing only after in three entire days of water fasting our body starts regenerating uh, and giving birth to new cells. Interesting. And that normally happens either once a year or, or once in multiple years for different organs. But with water fasting, it happens after three days for all your body. Mm -hmm. Wow. Can you imagine how many things we can cure with that? It's in fact, there are doctors and facilities around America that help you water fast. Okay. They keep you under control, especially if you have a condition and you can't do it by yourself at home. They keep you under control. They keep you super busy. And yeah, and you water fast with them for weeks, months. You can water fast for 40 days, 45 days. The longest I've done was 12 days. Just water for 12 days. Correct. Does what? it matter if it's uh, hot or cold water? Does it, it matter? It has to be like uh, very good water. So it has to be like filtered. Uh, make it can't sure be liquid death for like it, three days. It, it, I mean, if it has nothing in it, it can be. Okay. Okay. So it, it has to be good water. I'm very interested in this because yes. Adam Blake, my bass player, does this. Yes. He swears by it. Yeah. He does it for like every other week. He does it for like three days yeah okay so body, there are a lot of stuff. people that do one uh, day a week like a monday of mm -hmm. like just give it's good to give your body a break however if your purpose is to clean your body and mind and my main purpose in the beginning was to clean my body as, as well although it's been years that i eat clean yeah however the main reason for my water fast is always mental I like because that. we pollute our body with food no matter how good the food is it's still like our gut is our second brain and we need that clarity and we don't have it when we eat and it's there are a bunch of studies that um demonstrated that when you 
in fact it's part of religion as well it makes you focus on religion and yeah. like when you fast like certain religions have it f- like only with water certain with cert- certain like diets they become vegan mm-hmm. for a month or whatever True. right you yeah. know so no animal yeah. product i know because i have a a um religious grandmother so and i know when i was in uh <coughs> when I, in russia they had yeah. like lent yeah and then oh, it was yeah. like fully vegan i was like i am so yeah. lucky that Correct. i'm here for this that's, time that's exactly <laughs> it. all the places they transfer understand. the they hotels everywhere it's just yeah. vegan perfect like, timing perfect timing but, but you can't call it vegan because they don't, don't understand yeah they don't understand yeah, true. Like, yeah. it just sounds but it's yeah. delicious it's delicious it is it's just no animal products yeah and they come out with vegan mayo yeah. and all that all but it just doesn't like, say like, where was this shit the whole time exactly yeah it's weird yeah so anyways wow yeah it's my the main reason I do it and I try to do it if something drastic happens in my life for example mm. it's a good way to reboost and and put your shit together and m- your mind straight and but also I try uh, I take it as a new like a, a clean page in my life for mm-hmm. example and I do it like I try to do it twice a year that's twice great. a year twice mm-hmm. a year for how long as i said um my last one was 12 days the one before that was 9 days do you try to go further each year like longer um I don't do it on purpose. So okay. when you already fast at least a couple of times uh, and you start a new one, you'll see that you'll be like, I'll go with the float. Yeah. So I know for sure I want to do a minimum of five days okay. because that's when you, as I said, after three days, you already feel that you, your body is regenerating. Yeah. And mentally on the fifth day, you don't like on a fourth already, yeah, you, you don't crave food at all. Yeah. Your body finally understands that there's going to be no food coming in. Right. So all your energy is is you're so sharp it's insane you're always smiling mm. you're always creating it's just so can good can you work out too i i worked out on my day number 8 during my last fast i try you have to move okay. so yeah. you have to go <laughs> like small hikes or walks clean your home vacuum i don't know do something move all the time yeah 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 never be you know lazy on the couch did you, you did you get fucked up the first time you did like lightheaded or anything like that or uh, felt weird in the beginning, the first first two days, you still crave food and you feel that hunger. So your body's like, hello, what's <laughs> happening? Yeah. And so you get lightheaded in the beginning, first two days. But as soon as you pass those two days, you're golden. I, the f- during my last fa- water fast, it was in the middle of the holidays and it was the 4th of July. Wow. And... I was invited to see my friends because I haven't seen them for a while. I've been working with my band in Europe and they're like, are you okay to come? And I was like, look, I'll come if I feel uncomfortable because of all the food around me, barbecue, pizza, everything. Fourth of July, man. Right. <laughs> so I was like, if I'm going to, if I feel uncomfortable, I'll leave earlier. Yeah. That's it. No, I didn't even have to leave. People were eating food in my face. Wow. At zero. It was um, day number six of fasting wow. uh, on July 4th. Yeah. And so the benefits are it, it like resets everything. In everything. A sense. There's nothing bad that can happen to me if I do it. So only if there Just is. Asking. Yes. Okay. So uh, and it's a great question actually. A lot of people ask me. Everybody is very unique. Yeah. You obviously have to listen to your body, and if there is any condition that you have that you are not aware of, it will show up when you fast. So if you feel certain things, for example, if you drink water but you can't go pee obviously you don't go number two at y- all because yeah, you don't eat right. yeah but if you don't go to pee it's a bad sign yeah for you sure. have to stop 
Th- I do spend a lot, so I know that. Yeah, pee correct, a lot on those. Correct, okay. correct. So then if you, let's say you pee, but your pee is a weird not color, yeah. not clear, also bad sign. Or if you have weird abdominal pain, but you just have to listen to your body. Yeah. Honestly, it's easier than people think. It's really not that big of a deal. And then to break it, what? It's like watermelon and soup or something? To break it? No, to break it, especially after like, um, say, 10 days. Like after a week, you can go right away with juices. But after like more than 10 days, you go juices half with water. Mm. Uh, first day. And the second day, you can have actual juices and very, very liquid smoothies. And only on the third day, you can go with super chopped green raw salads okay nothing canned nothing cooked just green raw you can do that the whole day fruit you can eat it already Mm -hmm. yeah and only on the fourth day and that's something that even doctors say you can start little by little introducing cooked food okay but again listen to your body don't it's very important that the coming out of a fast is more important than the fast itself got you and it's very you easy. shock your body or something correct yeah mm. you can you can yeah yeah derek's been talking we had a guest on a couple weeks ago and he's been mentioning taking freezing cold showers that too and yeah. he and derek's been doing that for how long uh this is my fourth day oh nice and so what and you love it i love it yeah so do you just switch it to cold or right away cold right away cold uh-huh. you ever done that no i switch it to cold sometimes <laughs> yeah so i never done it fully yeah. i mean i've done it on tour when venue, no, choice. <laughs> no choice so i've Backstage, done it yeah, yeah i've done like, it when ah. there's no choice that's fucking 100%. brutal on tour but it becomes easier Very. and easier i mean the first few days yeah. i was like this sucks i'm yeah. gonna not do this anymore but but after yeah. that now it's it's actually uh it's such a great kickstarter in the day in the morning Absolutely. it's just like it wakes just, you up i want to try it. i mean it's super clear yeah clarity you know yeah. that you have it's better than coffee which i oh, love yeah. and and anything else and i've done like i just started like this yoga um which is great but it also it's like an hour of like okay i'm pretty warmed up yeah, like yeah, feeling yeah. Yeah. really intense but this is like a way where it's just, I don't know, it's a different feeling and uh, I, I love it. You know? Okay, two things I have to say here. Mm-hmm. That's the key over there. So one is this all these countries that have a lot of cold, like Finland and you know Russia, some areas, they right. have this saunas. And they after sauna, they jump into in the, the snow, snow or in the lake. So it's good to shock your body like this for two reasons. Now it's good for your health, for your blood and everything, but it's also good to wake you up to ground you to make you aware so that's very important and starting the day with a shower in general it's a blast even if you showered before you went to sleep right yeah even you know like people people are like "Ah, either or i'm like sometimes i shower three (laughs) times a day what do you mean yeah Yeah, what do you mean like come on uh you it's it's just the water the water ritual Mm. the water ritual just grounds you grounds you and you're like i feel every single you know drop on my body i I definitely realized that how important it was and especially like russia my my fiance being from belarus Mm -hmm. you know her father built a sauna you know in the back and it's very common there it is just like okay let's run the snow and i'm like no that's Mm -hmm. absolutely (laughs) not gonna happen it's kind of sick though the sauna is ridiculously hot though like much more than any sauna (laughs) i've been to like 
You know, like here's the public sauna at yeah. the hotel oh, yeah. that we have. No, yeah. this was like <laughs> in the I gym. was like, this is hell, baby. I was like, oh no. And she's like, it's not so bad. Yeah. You know, and I was like, no, it's ridiculous. And I was like, and I have like African blood. You know, it's just like, yo, I can handle this. Yeah, yeah. He, he uh, <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is going on here? How, but it, it's intense, man. <laughs> how long do you stay in the cold shower for in the morning? Do you time it or just? I don't time it. I just do a regular shower, like. It becomes really comfortable after a just while. Just wash yourself really fast. Yeah, for the first two times, yeah, I was like, yo, I was like, oh, and, and, now, and now you can stay in there? Now I can stay in there. Yeah. Like I'm going for this shit tomorrow. I'm go excited. For it. I mean, go for it. But I, I swear to God, the blood circulating, oh, you yeah. feel that. Especially when you get out, you're like, oh, it's just yeah. moving. Like, Is your heart racing from it or no? A little bit. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it brings it up. It's, it's like brings everything. Like, I'm awake. Yeah. I'm awake. Like, Do, it's mm. not quite as bad as it could be in countries that have real winters because yeah. like i i know i open my cold water and it's i mean it's not room temperature but it's not ice cold right so it's doable i think it's doable and it's good step and then eventually i invite you to try the bathtub with cold water and ice this Just is what our lay. other friend, our friend I, was saying so yeah. i only did it one time because i had to i had very high fever oh, right. but yeah. i learned about it so much at the time it's so good for you for your muscle especially if you work You're out training yeah yeah and what a cold shower might be good for my shoulder taking cold showers yeah. too mm-hmm. you know that's I mean? actually yeah. something that i also saw in uh lady gaga's uh video yeah her uh, ice baths and all that yeah. stuff because she has body pains yeah exactly yeah. She, has she has all a these lot body of aches. Uh, body pain yeah because it's, it's a weird thing point. it's a weird thing that i've seen like Different people, like, depending where they're from, they're like, ah, oh, heat is good for it. Oh, no, ice is depending, good for it. Depending. Depending yeah. on the, if it's inflammation, you right. can't go to, with heat. Right. Because you, like, it's, it's going to be more. Yeah. Um, it all depends. But if you all just, uh, if you're a professional athlete or just do it because you love it and you work out hard, um, yeah. it's good for you. It's yeah. good to do this. I think you could be a nutritionist as well. <laughs> I probably I know, could. Probably <laughs> so much you information know, on it's that funny, too. It's funny because uh, some of my fans, they're like, you should come up with a recipe book. <laughs> yeah, why not? Because yeah, very often you just cook with whatever you have. And then I post that stuff on, on um, Patreon, recipes mm, okay. of things I do. Um, I don't feel like doing that on my social media too much yeah um but i do it with super close fans on patreon and they're like oh my god yeah recipe book totally makes sense i feel like you could do anything because you you just so focused <laughs> like, <'cause laughs> like you focus on one thing you just do it i, I try yeah. to because you sure. used to be you used to pr- you pretty much not saying your mom and dad didn't raise you but you pretty much grew up really fast became an adult really fast became really responsible really focused on school, just everything, learning languages, and then your band, and like not giving up, and like yeah. it's amazing, man. I feel like you could do a lot, and Thank you're still you. really young. You know what I mean? You could Thank do so you. much, but like, right? No doubt, no doubt. You know what, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so it's the inspirational, be- actually. Thank you. I mean, Thank really. You so much. Is you know, it is it crazy once you start looking into like where foods are from and all that stuff becoming vegan? Like mm-hmm. it's crazy it the is. stuff we grew up eating and just. It is. <laughs> we it's funny because we just talked about it um, at a get together. I had my birthday not too long ago, and uh, only me and my sister were vegan there, right? And <laughs> we, but there were other people from Eastern Europe and other people from America, you know, in you know at that uh, dinner, and we were talking about how we grew up and what is the, for example, I feel like. Growing up in a relatively poor family, even here in America, is completely different than Eastern Europe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Being poor in Eastern Europe means eating actually healthy. Right. 
because you you cook your food home yeah and clean wow, yeah. and it's, it's, it's very actually, very true it's and the fruit and vegetables is are so cheap and fresh and fresh like you know you have these babushkas of send, uh, selling their <laughs> so <laughs> selling their apples outside yeah. and, and, and making money for i don't know because they don't have enough money yeah and they sell their own fruit from their own garden so but growing up poor here means canned food, uh, McDonald's, fast, or food. fast food, whatever. It's because it's cheap. It's yeah, so it's cheap. It's a great point, actually. Yeah. yeah and, and, and to be honest, like to be fully honest, I had big issue with my ex-husband also because I love cooking. He liked my cooking, but he didn't prefer it mm-hmm. because he still loved the, the classical American tasting right. dishes. Mm-hmm. Certain like he'd, like shepherd's he'd pie. He'd appreciate your cooking. <laughs> I mean, one strike yeah that's a big red flag right there i know I right mean, i should have known better yeah, should have known should have sure, known i'm sure you're trying to cook like american stuff I for did. him too I yeah, did. Yeah. oh yeah mainly I but did. i i think the problem here there's a lot of problems of course but i i think when it comes to <laughs> Here's one food um it's definitely the fact that people are bombarded by propaganda yes. here much more than like Eastern Absolutely. European stuff. So it's hard yeah. for people eating to even out, see that they yeah. have a problem. E- eating out here is very affordable, especially that fast right. food is like almost... But, you, but it makes you question. I yeah. mean, you would think it would and make you question, why is it so cheap? So cheap, exactly. But it's not the same in Eastern Europe. Right. I mean, we do obviously also have some chains there that are fast food that are like relatively affordable for like students and whatever. Food yeah, really yeah. Fast. <clears throat> but however it's still for us it's eating out is like okay we're going party yeah. it's, a, like, it's, it's a big it's, it's a big it's deal a, it's a big deal it's not an everyday thing yeah yeah, it's yeah. Very true that's why i think like like a steak should cost like a lot of money yeah you would think and make it's like a big deal to go have you that know, if yeah. the quality uh, you know whatever those people are thinking you know it, i mean i, I think a steak is a big deal to people though it is expensive i guess it's still it is expensive. It's still yeah. Yeah. i mean yeah. yeah especially in the western world i mean meat is you know just everywhere yeah. here but in other places it's it's really like a big deal to yeah, have like yeah, a yeah. little how long have you been vegan for i i'm I sorry st- i don't know no i started uh being vegetarian in 1988 when i was 18 oh wow and you started what 86 or 87 yeah around that time the same yeah. And we both grew up in, in the punk scenes, but different states. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then became vegan later on, uh, maybe in, when I moved to New York. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I lived with a bunch of guys who were vegan. Mm-hmm. And that was a That's big really part of the cool. scene. And yeah. I liked a lot of bands where the guys were vegan. And they and sang about animal rights and stuff. That's yeah. amazing. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. We're lucky because we got to be part of that world at a younger age. Yeah. Yeah. And we, and we, we weren't afraid to kind of step out of the box because there was and you can you can in this in this country or other bigger countries like in in, in my first years of being vegan in eastern europe they were like what is that a disease what is that wow what does it mean you couldn't say the word vegan probably Mm -hmm. like vegan vegan they always say it weird back then i know in ireland they say vegan but now like europe's fucking thriving (laughs) with vegan shit it is it is berlin's like berlin's incredible for fucking food yeah it's better and better every year 100 percent. and even where you're from there's vegan options like yes Wow. Yes, there are um, more and more, but um, um, I think th- certain things are just naturally by default. Okay, you know, it's like so that's going to be vegan. Yeah, when <laughs> I go to my country, I gotta say I'm very excited because Moldova is actually very famous for its soil. Even during um, the times of USSR, Moldova was the country number one on export for the fruits and vegetables because the soil is incredibly fertile it's very good in fact super easy to grow any type of fruits and vegetables uh besides citrus probably Mm -hmm. Uh, you know you need certain climate for that but everything else like 
tastes like never before. Like tomatoes, cucumbers, salad. Damn. Everything tastes so good. My mouth is watering right yeah. now. Yeah. Right. What's right. happening? I want, a sal- <laughs> I want a salad right now. Exactly. It's so good. Mm. And in fact, if I if I don't go right away on tour, I eat raw for as long as I'm in. Every, every time I go to Moldova to work with my band, while I'm there, I eat raw. Okay. Because it's so good. Mm-hmm. And it's super cheap as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. If I if I want to try a raw thing too, is there is there one thing you have to at least have every day, as far as like nutrition, uh, the nutrients you need? Is it just straight vegetables and greens? Nuts. And yeah, the, the, the nuts a lot. You know, you put uh, you um, oh so nuts, soak, nuts yeah, bro. Yeah, you soak nuts a lot and use them and you also. Soak nuts. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I okay. coming out. I'm sorry, it's being boys. Damn okay. Americans. So so you ha- you can't just eat raw cashews. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, okay, and okay. or for example, you can uh, sprout it. sprout a lot of things. Okay. So you buy uh, like for example the buckwheat green. Okay. Uh, I use that a lot even now. I love it. It's almost like quinoa but raw. Okay. You know, and or any other sprouts. Um, yeah, you use um, uh, all types of um, you know your favorite um, gr- greens in the salad to make yep. it. Um, I can have fruit too, like blueberries and stuff like that. Oh, everything, okay, everything, okay, okay. everything. So uh, you, c- the best part about it is you can make all types of risotto with uh, cauliflower. Oh. Ca- 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 cauliflower, I love cauliflower. cauliflower, and and it's almost like having couscous. Mm, okay. You you put you just it's all about the spices. You put okay. turmeric in it and garlic and all so you that. You change it up every day. Yeah, yeah. Every day something. Well, because yeah, you cook, I don't cook. Damn. Well, yeah, it's man. not cooking. It's raw. I'm saying yeah. like, yeah. I'm going to ask you, you for some tips about it though. Still, yeah. I, I yeah, never tried absolutely. going raw. I'd love to try that, man. Did you yeah. ever try it? No, I was going to do it. I was going to document it. Yeah, because it's not, you're still eating, but you're eating healthy. Yes. And you yeah. will find out how quantity wise you will eat more because yeah. um, you get. You digest full, it you di- yeah, yeah. You digest it so much quicker and you have so much energy. Mm. When you eat everything raw, you have so much energy. The few things that I do that help me a lot is I use a dehydrator a lot on the minimum um, mm. amount. It's like, I believe, 40 degrees Fahrenheit. It's okay. so low. It takes a couple of days. Okay. But then I do like crackers in there without different seeds and like. Were you saying uh, that you have pre, pre-made stuff? That's th- that's what like I I make it yeah and I take it with me on tour right like if I need stuff like that mm-hmm. so I make it and it stays it it preserves for super long mm-hmm. for okay. example I can dehydrate uh, tomatoes and mushrooms and then put them in olive oil and I have that thing for months wow yeah. you know and yeah. you and it's almost like cooked and you add all your favorite spices whatever it is that you like um, oh <laughs> you you're just self-taught all this stuff he's I mean, obviously, I figured it out. I, I figure it out based on also what I see online nowadays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I follow a lot of vegan chefs that I can send you guys as well. Okay. Some of the people that I'm I'm mesmerized. There, yeah. some of them are incredible. They even some of them have books. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, there's one specific girl. She ha- is fully raw, so you can learn a lot from her. She has her book and she shows a lot. That's her life, just raw food? Yeah. Wow. She lives in Hawaii, so Ooh, obviously. I think I follow nice. her. Yeah, you, uh, raw. Uh, oh, really? 
maybe I'm, i mean maybe. there's this one well, woman she's I incredible think, like she I, always has this huge bowls of yeah like, super long hair i think yes, i sent it to you yes, yes when you told me that you wanted to go rye yeah, yeah. Her, yeah. her her garden yeah. is off the yeah. okay it's yeah. a, everything yeah, she makes she does, looks she does so huge bowls does she huge have like a bowls. youtube show or something no, no. okay okay mm. i saw some other but family impressive yes everything i'm like and the 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 so the 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 um, dressing she makes for the oh, salad the is really cool. Yeah, that's so where that's, I was really. That's interested. where you soak the nuts. <laughs> okay, okay. Soak, soak the nuts. nuts. <laughs> so what? So when you soak cashews or something, yeah. like that, it yeah. just makes them what? Almonds. Just, just yeah. softer to eat or something. No, no, no. They are softer to blend. So you okay. you use a blender or a bullet or whatever. Okay, got you. And it becomes super creamy. Okay, you know, okay, okay. with all the other spices, and you can make. It's a um, great I'm hungry now. Yeah. Yeah, you I can am. also make like desserts. The 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 vegan raw desserts that the the cream cheese Those uh, are cool. uh, yeah. pies and uh, all that that you put in the freezer and. Oh, so good. Damn, I love this conversation. Yeah. Uh, okay. From music to food. <laughs> like, um, do you have, uh, a couple more questions. Do you have any yeah. regrets in your life? Not at all, actually. Okay. I, 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 can feel, I can feel that vibe from you. Because I learned to embrace that the past cannot be changed. And dwelling on the past will only make you go crazy. I love that. So, no. I love that. And then yeah. another question. I know the answer, though. I uh, consider yourself an optimist or pessimist. I have my moments. Okay. Mainly, <laughs> I'm an optimist. Um, I can tell, yeah. It's my son, Max. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can tell. Yes, I have my moments. I won't be lying. I'm a, I'm a very emotional person, and I have moments where I like, I don't give up fully, but I'm like, okay, I'm at the bottom. I need You're a human. I, you I need a moment. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. But most of all, I mean, it seems like everything yes. you put your mind to yes. and focus on is happening for you. Yes. And that's like the whole thing of PMA with the mind can conceive Correct. and believe it can achieve. Uh, absolutely. And you have that, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I tried to do that um, for a long time because I knew that if I'm not going to step up for myself and do it myself, nobody will because I don't come from a giving family because they didn't have where to give from. Yeah. So I had to. So I... I I taught myself to make this list of things I wish, uh, you know, surround myself with interesting people instead of like going down to always try to learn. It's, you know, it's a journey and it doesn't matter how old you are. You always, there's always space to learn more. Yeah. All the time. Even you were saying earlier when you were doing the hairdressing stuff that you still pushing yourself and learning more things, yes. maybe taking classes to better yourself at that. Yeah, no matter how, like sometimes even the per the person I worked for uh, at this beauty salon, she was like, I think you're going too crazy on that. Like, you're fine. I was like, no, I, I want it. It's my, for my mental, like I know, m even if sometimes I would go to certain um, teachers that didn't give me a lot or didn't give me much because mm -hmm. I yeah. was already at a pretty good level, it was still good to do something like that innovative and listen to somebody's point of view from a side. Yeah. So right. Yeah. Do you absolutely. miss doing hair and makeup or do you, do you work on your friends at all? Or? Uh, I do work with some models sometimes okay. um, in Las Vegas when I'm not on tour. Um, but I, yeah, I mainly do it only for me and, uh, you know, super close family and friends. Uh, yeah. 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 But you miss it? A little bit, the creative aspect of it, but yeah. every time uh, uh, I'm also modeling. So every okay. time I do any crazy looks while modeling and or crazy looks for the music videos, yeah. I do this like demons or like I yeah. always have s somebody like my favorite one is the earth mantra. I am the mother earth and yeah. I, I don't even look like I'm I am a girl in that yeah, music yeah. video. Like it, it was my goal to this mother earth 
has no gender like mm-hmm. it's yeah. just this creature you know so i i feel like i get the satisfaction when i do that yeah so all, like all that stuff's coming through other ways like yeah. all the creativity i have i still yeah. have the outlets yes yeah, yeah. Sure. i love that i love how max just pulls up and sits here how, how was surfing <laughs> <laughs> you look really tired Exhausting. you ever gone surfing before never tried ever how about skateboarding same Never only tried. bikes and uh yeah i tried a little bit of bikes because i grew up around boys but yeah that's yeah. it mm-hmm. any more questions for this wonderful lady <laughs> no I'm, I'm really uh shocked by it shocked but i don't oh, know if that's a proper but i'm, I'm really sorry impressed. <laughs> I, i'm totally impressed by yeah. your journey it's like thank you yeah there's a lot of things i, I didn't know it's um, the most like punk rock not give up focus on what you want to do and make it happen Absolutely. And don't ask anybody for help unless you need it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like really yeah. just trust and believe in yourself and your friends and your band and in the end your of the boys. Day, in the end of the day, that's all you can all you can count on is yourself. I know. It's sad, right? It's sad. Very sad. <laughs> so trust me. I, I am. I, okay. So I'm not a like super social person, but I am a people person. Like, yeah. So it's super sad that like you literally have to only relate on yourself and you have to otherwise nobody's going to be there for you being like good job yeah mm. or whatever like yeah they do that sometimes to you but you can't only look for that no and i feel like melissa cross was like an angel for you absolutely she, she's like still a life is. changer she still is it's amazing we're a mutual friend in her yeah. and she's like she's like amazing human i'll tell her hi tomorrow. i know i'm, I'm <laughs> gonna text her right now. i'm gonna text her after this yeah, oh, oh, picture. No, we, we have to we, we have to send her, her yeah. a picture yeah but yeah you gotta check them Melissa cross and screen i know I, I did the research on her and that's why i brought up the topic of oh, how wow. did you get to your perfect growling style yeah. but you talked about her before in the past many times yeah, yeah she's yeah, amazing i've heard about her i think she had randy lima god yeah yeah jamie mm-hmm. josta yeah. i sent lou sick of it all andrew mm-hmm. andrew yeah. wk mm-hmm. Corey taylor Corey Taylor's yeah. right yeah Holy even shit. uh um she even worked a little bit with tomariah right oh, wow. uh she yeah it, the list is endless like i remember oh my god so okay so in 2013 when i had her <laughs> first lesson with her right and we worked together and we were like okay now we work together she sent me an email later on when she like looked up the band more and stuff. She's like, I'm very, very honored that you really did this. I don't know if I'm going to see you in person for lessons again. Mm-hmm. Can I please put your name in my list of bands on my, on my website? I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so cool. And yeah, it's that, yeah El Nino, every, Christian from El Nino. Yeah. Like, the the uh, the list is endless. It's like massive. Sh- that's why I'm saying she saved metal community. She yeah. saved so many voices. Who knows if metal would have been this way if it wasn't for her? Yeah. Let's let's yeah. the 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 idea the the um term fry screaming comes from her. So everybody knows what fry means, even if they didn't have a mm-hmm. lesson with her. Mm-hmm. And, she, and she helped the fans because a lot of singers would be canceling their shows because they lost their voices. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sure. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I no, when I first I started, I was so hoarse for days. I didn't yeah, know what I, I was mean, doing. Th- thank yeah. God for vocal. I mean, I didn't even, well, I did. I mean, my mother was a music teacher, but I mean, she was like suggested that I take lessons yeah. like you did from a person that wasn't, had In anything metal, to yeah. do with the screaming yeah. community. Which helped tremendously, helped so much but to it's me a, well. it's a complete game changer. Yeah. When I didn't realize when I even joined the band that I'm in yeah. that uh, there exists these mm-hmm. type of coaches that are yeah. out there. Because I mean, there's no way I could go on tour and and uh-huh. know all those things. You know, it'd just be gone. This like is a my tool. Voice. Like our our, yeah. our voices are. A t- this is like a yeah. tool. Like, but it's like such a big 
blessing to have people around to, to give Absolutely. that, you know, their Absolutely. knowledge. Yeah, I don't know anybody else like Melissa Cross who would have definitely changed the game. That's the only name I know from yeah. that. Like my coaches is Ron, Ron Lewis. He he did like James Hetfield and Bjork and Jenna All right, Jackson. chill out, bro. Uh, chill out, bro. I'm that's just amazing. saying there's a, there's a lot that's of awesome. really great teachers out there. Oh, I don't there know are. them all, that's but sick. there's a lot. That's sick. You know, but yeah. when I first, I was like, holy, like he had like all these things on his wall and yeah. stuff. And I was like, really? I mean, the diversity. Where's he based so out cool. of? L.A. Okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, nice. That's yeah. really Shout cool. out to him. Sorry about that. I didn't hear him. Oh, no, no, no. I mean... I'm just saying there's, I mean, besides, there's a lot of, like, really great ones, but you never forget the ones that you had. Yeah, you know? oh, absolutely. Like, you know. I only had this two, but obviously a lot is, a teacher can teach you a lot, can share with you a lot of knowledge, but then it's up to you to put it into practice. Absolutely. 100%. It yeah. wasn't until a couple of years later when my body physically understood what she's talking about physically mentally you're there mm-hmm. yeah, mentally yeah, you're yeah, like yeah, yeah. i got this i know exactly what she's talking yeah. about definitely but then physically you're like wait why isn't the sound the way it needs mm-hmm. to be or mm-hmm. whatever what right. it's there but only for like a couple of shows and then you're like wait it still hurts what is what where else am i lacking like yeah. what else am i supposed to do so for me it was a combination of kind of all together being vegan being athletic yeah uh, going you know take I, I don't party on tour like i can have a drink here and there only exclusively either a day off or after the show and never party like stay stay late um that's it that's mm-hmm. it Hang you out, know? talk to people right. yeah all Nothing. that like yes i go out to meet with you know at the merch table to yeah. meet with fans that really are there for you but i don't conversate with them right. and close friends they know right. i don't even whisper right. i can gesture a couple of things or say a maximum of thank you but even that if the, another band plays or the music is out loud after even that thank you effort yeah, is yeah. sometimes too much i agree it's yeah. crazy like when you <laughs> it's crazy the different i mean i had to figure this out later like when you feel like you're losing your voice, and so when you talk, it sounds like really hoarse. Yeah. But then when you sing, it's it sounds fine. It sounds yeah, exactly. It sounds fine. It's yeah. so mm-hmm. weird. Those two. Yes. It was so hard for me to figure that Thank out. Thank you. Like, oh. That's very, very. That it happens to me still. Like my voice doesn't get super hoarse. It gets lower. Yeah. yeah. yeah my voice, does. my talking voice, gets a little bit lower, like this. I don't know. But then on stage, you're fine. I you know. know. It's a mental though. Yeah. It's such, yeah. such a mental fuck mm-hmm. for me it for is. years. I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna play the show tonight. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't talk all day. Yeah. Yeah. But I go on stage. I fuck. It's just totally normal. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. There's two different like. You yeah. don't think about stuff like that, though. Yeah. Mm. And also stay hydrated. Oh, my God. Water. And sleep. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, we mentioned sleep before. Yeah. Sleep is super important. And it's very difficult to get enough sleep, but also on very tour. difficult to get quality sleep on yeah, tour. Yeah, quality because sleep. People are loud. Know, you can't man. prohibit everybody to party. Or I, I mean, I'm, I have earplugs. I have <laughs> me too. A tea, tea that puts me to sleep, like chamomile tea or right, something. Yeah, right. I have, I don't know, like CBD oils sometimes, like the just to sleep yeah, or yeah. whatever. Uh, I don't know. Or that you got to get like an old man bus, like our bus. Is I like know. Old man bus. Us it's human. like seriously, yeah. like excuse me. Excuse me. You need to keep it down out there. <laughs> and it's literally like the TV maybe nice. too loud. You know, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. we've. We do that too. You pick what bunk you want on the bus, yeah. far away yeah. from yeah, it. Yeah, that's what yeah. I do. I always have the the further one. Unless there's a lounge in the back, then you're yeah. fucked. It's like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Quiet yeah. down there, you feel like an old man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, uh, yeah. But yeah. it's super, it's super important people to think yeah, about stuff like that. They don't. Oh yeah. And so, um, okay, so the new, the new, um, 
the new vi- the new movie that's out where can they find that what's the website for that it's uh, right a, now it's on a streaming it's on a streaming platform on moment house has it for another three days only and oh. then that's it it was on for a week okay. uh, eight days basically and then you might it, make a dvd exactly Old because school. everybody cool. is asking yeah. for it i'm sure but yeah. i'll send you guys a private link to hey, hey. what's course, up of course <laughs> <laughs> thank you and please let me know when you watch it if you you know if your thoughts about it and of course of course i'll be taking notes it was it was just our (laughs) first time doing something like that so we never did any we never even filmed a show properly for like a dvd before okay so it was interesting to film and and that that happened during the pandemic you said wow we actually had this idea for our 10th anniversary but we were too busy touring we Mm. didn't have the physical time to do that Mm. so yeah so I'm I'm happy in a way for the pandemic for certain things like learning to record myself. <laughs> yeah, right, building yeah. a building, building a studio. <laughs> Recipes, yeah. everything. I gotta get to yeah. work, man. I know, <laughs> man. I feel like I'm doing shit with my life. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for sharing oh your God, journey thank you with for us. Ha- having me and and just making me feel so good. Thank you for the kind words. Of course. Thank you seriously. I mean, great conversation. Great thank getting you. to know you because I met you through him. Yeah. A couple word. months ago and. Word. Yeah, yeah I man, this is great. I want to get some food now. Okay. Yeah. Are you hungry? <laughs> Very. Okay. Yeah, thank Max, you. thanks for being here and making us feel awkward Ooh, just can, sitting there. Can can you, you take a picture of us? Oh no, we, we'll do that. No, please come on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you do it. Yeah, take yeah, a picture. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, take a picture. Get Max. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, we'll take some too. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, gotcha. Max, your face is so burnt. Yeah, it is. That's your photo. Is everybody in? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I probably did that. Dirty phone. I'm going to get it from this angle. Okay, go. Okay. We're still on live? We're still recording? Yeah. Why so Yo. What's that? What'd you say? Get what? It's cracking on my phone. Are we on live? Recording? Look over here. Look over here. Okay, I'm looking. Thank you. I guess we're signing off, everybody. Thank you so much for being here. And, uh, yeah, man. We'll That's take more. We'll, we'll take more pictures yeah, too. I'll send Anything else, Derek? That's it for me. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for having Thank me. Thank you. That's fucking absolutely. awesome. And absolutely, give me that, and I'll share. <laughs> I'll share with the fans. Of course. Link. Oh yeah. 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 Two hours and seventeen minutes. That was wonderful. Nice. Woo-hoo. This is your it life. Flew, this is back. your life. <laughs> hey guys, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I was gonna say I was I was on uh, Lena's podcast. Okay, what's it called? Bananas. The, but yeah, yeah. Uh, you can so, explain about it. Yeah, so <laughs> it's a it's a YouTube channel called Bananas, but the the um, season on it, which also happened to happen during the pandemic, is called Party Time Excellent. Oh, yeah. Wayne's World. Uh, Wayne's Party World. Time. Party Time Excellent. Correct. So I had the opportunity to talk to Derek uh, for that and other people in this industry, and not only, in fact. I might want you for Let's that do it. as well. I'm down. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> so why why bananas? You love bananas? Bananas. The idea for bananas was mainly because of the slang use of go bananas. This is bananas. Oh like yeah. the crazy shit is bananas. Correct. Correct. The shit mm-hmm. is bananas. And my it's it's my YouTube channel, which kind of involves my whole life, not cool. just the things I do with the band. It's all over the place. So it's bananas. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like this podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is bananas. bananas. So you, you so you're on there, Derek? I was on bananas. Okay. Yeah. Yes. All right. Awesome. So that's, okay. we can find that on YouTube and where else is that? 
Who what? Where else is that? Where else is that podcast? <laughs> just on YouTube, uh, yeah, Spotify, everywhere, it is, right? Okay, it's it's, main, it's only on YouTube. It's on. Oh, my, it's video. Only, it's video. Ooh, that's yeah, right, son. Video. video. Yeah. And what did you do? That you did Zoom or something? So YouTube? the way yeah, we, we did, did it, Zooms. We did it actually through <laughs> Skype. Uh, okay. Do you remember? Oh yeah. Yeah, we did right. it through Skype. But the way I do it is, um, I was told by uh, the person that helps me with the editing of the videos to film on our phones, and then we only use the audio from Skype and used we put the two videos. Ooh, it, it, so it it, the quality good. is really good. It's really good. I like that trick. Yeah. I never heard that. Yeah. 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 Because Skype's kind of the weird. only time I no, did oh, it. Skype is. Bad. Skype's kind of like Friendster. It's like Friendster. I still don't understand people that interview video interview me on Skype. I was like, okay, you, we can use it for audio, but like for video, there are so many other platforms know, with I better know, quality. Why would you do that? I love the phone thing. That's really smart. Yeah, yeah it, it worked. Okay, awesome. Well. So bananas, you can check that podcast out. Yeah, I'll bananas. send you. I'll send you the link uh, as well yeah. if you want to hear what he was talking about. Oh, sure. <laughs> oh man. Anything else, Derek? You forgot? Oh, no, that's it now. <laughs> now that's everything. <laughs> All right. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank Bye. You. Yo, yo, Liquid Death. Thank you so much for hydrating all my guests, taking care of me and my family and my friends. Love you, water. Love you, brand. Love what you stand for. Love you. Give back to the community. If you want to learn more about Liquid Death and how it started. Listen to episode 115 with the co-founder, owner, and creator of Liquid Death, Mike Cesario. Just a punk rock skateboarding kid from Delaware with a dream. It's an incredible story, incredible journey. They have now blessed me with my own code. So if you go liquiddeath.com slash Toby, you get free shipping on any items you order from liquiddeath.com. Thank you so much, Liquid Death. Death to plastic, murder your thirst. Stay hydrated. You know H2O saves lives.